and they didn't get the block, but Perry fields it at the 34. 35, 40, it's a block, 45, midfielding down the through. Oh, he's got it on me. 30, the 20, the 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. is filling in. The cheerleaders are stretching. The band is tuning up. And the popcorn is popping. In the locker rooms, the coaches and players are preparing for the task at hand. Emotions are reaching a fever pitch as one team will celebrate the thrill of victory while the other will feel the painful sting of defeat. Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 are proud to present the Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner. So let's go to the press box. Here's the Z92.5 Sports Guy, Ted Patel. Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to the MHSAA Division One eight-man football semifinal here on Sportsnet Michigan Radio Network and flagship station WJSZ. You're listening in live today from W.H. Judd Field in the magic capital of the world, Colon, Michigan. The defending state champion Morris Orioles have flown south to take on the undefeated Colon Magi, looking for a little revenge. We're coming to you coast to coast, live on Z92.5. Z92.5.com, tune in radio, and will be rebroadcast at Three Point Pod. The opening kickoff and start of today's game is right around the corner. But first, take a close listen to my partner, Joe Smith, and our starting lineup of Z92.5 team members. Thanks a lot, Ted. Today's game brought to you by Barbara Roll, Roll Weisga at Coldwell Banker, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Fast Eddie's, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, K&J Repair, Mid-Michigan Spray Foam, Morris Hardware, Perry Auto Sales, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Well, the Orioles come rolling into this game. Coming off a 50-24 to win over Deckerville last week, Oriole quarterback Jonathan Carpenter had a school record 47 carries for 374 yards and four touchdowns. Now, he came up just short on the yardage to the school record. Morris's James Eddington had a 450-yard rushing game back in 1999 against Weberville. The Orioles won the first round of the districts with a 46 to nothing shutout of New Haven Merritt. And uh, they got that win and are having a fantastic season. The only blemish for the Orioles was a loss up in the UP, a close loss to Crystal Falls Forest Park. Now, Colin, on the other hand, they're a perfect 11-0 and on the season as they downed Martin 56-12 to last week. Brandon Crawford led the way for the Magi with 22 carries for 149 yards. Quarterback Philip Alva finished with 99 yards on 11 touches. And Josh West rushed eight times for 42. Alva was 4-5 in the air with two scores for 61 yards. West caught a pair of passes for 28 yards. Austin Stoll had a 23-yard reception, and Brandon or, or Braden Ireland had a 10-yard catch. Now, quick little fact for you here, Joe. Each of the 11 Magi wins by have been by margins of 34 points or greater. So they definitely have a fine quality team here. Yep, and as we were talking on the way over here, the short drive that you and I had over here, <laughs> uh, both teams with really stout defenses, and uh, we'll just have to 
see how this one turns out. It's a cold day here at uh, in in the magic magic headquarters of the of the of the world, I guess. I'm it looking, is. Over, looking over here at how the Magi are going to come on the field, and it's like pulling a rabbit out of a hat over there. They're all going to come out of this uh, blow-up helmet, I guess. Yeah. should be pretty cool. It's going to be a good one, I think. You know, we were talking about the game. They were calling down Martin last week. Uh, they attacked the Martin Clippers, who back in the 50s were known as uh, the Onion Kings. Quite a nickname there. The, the Onion. Onion Kings. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we're a little setting the stage a little bit more for you here. The Magi are scoring 52.5 points per game and giving up only 4.5. That is a huge differential. Yep, and I need to clarify something, Ted. They're not all going to come out of the hat over there. They're standing behind the hat. I thought they were all waiting inside the helmet. That would be quite a trick to go through an inflatable unless it's well, wide open in the middle. Maybe it is. It's magic. It's magic all the way. Uh, as I mentioned, they're... Uh, had averaging over 52 points a game. The Morris Orioles, they've scored 42 points per contest, giving up just under six, and they are going through the center, Joe. So the winner of this game will take on uh, the winner of Sutton's Bay and Kingston next Saturday up at the Superior Dome in Marquette. And, you know, you did talk about it, Colin, the former home, and it is the burial site of famous magicians, including Harry Blackstone Sr., the great Blackstone, if you will. United States Congress recognizes Colin as the magic capital of the world, and it is home of the Abbott Magic Company, founded by magicians Percy Abbott and Australian and a friend of Blackstone. So little magic trivia here for you. It's always magic when we can get on the air and uh, not get cut off any time, you know? Well, you got that right. That's, that's magic in and of itself. But the significance of this game being a, a revenge matchup, too, yeah. has got to play into this today. Morris in this semifinal game a year ago, down Colin, 48 on their way to their first ever football state championship. Colin just kneeling down, final words from their head coach, the Morris Orioles, on the opposite side of the field here, lined up on the sideline, and uh, it's going to be a great afternoon for high school football. Morris and Colin coming up here on the Castle Live. We have Sandy O twisting the knobs at the station, keeping us on the air here, and we do appreciate her work here on this Saturday afternoon. It should be a fun one. I know there's a fun one going on down in Ann Arbor at the big house. This might be the little house, but this is going to be a lot of fun, too. We'll be right back with the opening lineups and uh, the opening kickoff. But first, take a listen to this. Foster Blue Water Oil and Blue Flame Propane is proud to support Pawamo Westphalia Pirates football. Using Blue Flame Propane benefits more than just your pocketbook. In addition to being a source of warmth to your home, propane is used to heat patios, swimming pools, hot tubs, as well as to extend your outdoor living season. Blue Flame Propane offers propane delivery to residential, commercial, industrial, and agricultural customers throughout the state of Michigan. Agriculturally, propane is used to eradicate weeds and dry crop grains. More often than ever, propane is used to fuel fleets of commercial vehicles, including the school buses that carry your kids to and from school. Propane, it's exceptional, but service you can trust. That's the Blue Flame Advantage. Over 75-plus years of experience have taught them many things, but none more important than this. You're the reason for their success. Contact them at fosterbluewateroil.com or call 1-800-528-8781. That number again, 1-800-528-8781.
Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Listen up. Lovely variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. All the music I want to hear. The station serving New Lothrop, Vernon, Maple Rapids, Ovid, Ithaca, Harrington, and a little bitty piece of Lansing. WJSC, Ashley Owasso. Awesome, yeah. Z92.5, The just finishing up the national anthem here making things official and speaking of official i have my official sidekick today my normal broadcast partner in the basketball season filling in for bart matthews today joe smith i'm ted patel and as i mentioned sandy o back at the studios morris won the toss elected to defer until the second half so they'll run three men up front the defensive ends getting the start today 160 pound junior jordan converse on one side 220 pound 12th grader jack nanasi on the other side and in the middle at the nose Brett McGowan, a six foot one, 260-pound sophomore. The three linebackers, Jonathan Carpenter, Peyton Smith, and Caden Mortison. And in that uh, secondary, Shane Cole and Jarrett Wood. Eight-man football here today. The only difference in this one is the field's about 20 yards narrower, but still 100 yards long. And uh, we'll see a lot of action, I think, today. Offensively, for Colin, they'll have at the guards Mason. Paliga and Aaron Tyler. Tyler, a 235-pounder. Paliga, a 255-pounder. The, no, the center will be Bryce Harvey. At wide receiver will be Ian Els. At another wide receiver, Braden Ireland. In the backfield will be Jonathan West with 11 touchdowns rushing and 11 touchdowns in the air. Brandon Crawford, 1,400 yards on the season, 22 touchdowns. The running back and the quarterback, Phil Alva. 16 rushing touchdowns, 17 in the air. Here is the kickoff. Fielded by Caleb Johnson. Brings it upfield across the 30-yard line. Brought down at right around the 45-yard line. So it'll be the Colin Magi with the football here on the first possession on Z92.5. Morris starts this out with a little squib kick right down the middle. Yep. And it's Colin with the ball in pretty good field position at right around their own 44-yard line. Just underway here from Colin. Out of the pistol, the Colin team will send a man in motion. Now they set him over on the right side. That's Jonathan West. Single back behind the quarterback, Alva. Alva takes a snap, spins around. The tailback falls down and slips. And the quarterback, keeping it himself, is brought down by middle linebacker Peyton Smith shooting the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looked like there was a little bit of miscommunication there between Alva and the running back. And Alva ended up keeping it himself. No gain, though. No gain at all. And by the way, no excuses today. We can see the numerals perfectly here. Solid numbers, and the daylight helps us as well. Alva with a pitch to the tailback. Crawford around the right end. Puts the head down. Gets to the 50-yard line. Takes it into Morris territory at about the 48. Finally brought down by Jarrett Wood and Caden Mortensen over on that far side. Crawford, six foot two, 240-pound running back. That's a big load to try to bring down. That is a big load. They put the ball down at the 49-yard line 
Brandon Morris. Morris wearing the white jerseys, black pants, black helmets. Colin in the scarlet red jerseys and helmets. Here's the option, the belly series up the middle. It goes Brandon Crawford carrying people with him as he takes it across the 40-yard line. Finally hauled down by big number 99, Brett McGowan. And that takes it across the 40. Quarterback Alba running right alongside with him. And, boy, they're in a hurry-up offense, aren't they? They are. So here it is. Uh, the pitch goes back now to Jonathan West. West around the right end. Pretty decent yardage over there. Finally pushed out of bounds by Jarrett Wood. Yeah, West looks to be the uh, speed back. And Crawford definitely the pounder up the middle. First and 10. Colon with the ball on the initial drive. They have it at the 33-yard line of the Morris Orioles. Morris, the defending state champs a year ago. Taking on Colon, looking for a little revenge. Inside trap play. It's Crawford tripped up at the line as he surged forward. Had an opening there for a minute. Finally brought down by Jordan Converse. Also in on the hit, Peyton Smith for the Orioles. That'll move the chains. First and 10 coming up here for Colon. The Magi, their quarterback, Philip Alva, with the big numbers out of the pistol, a shortened-up shotgun. Hands it to his running back again that time. No, Alva keeps it himself with the fake, pulled it out of the belly, and takes it upfield to about the 15-yard line. Great play fake that time. Looked a little bit like Shea Patterson for the Wolverines when he runs that RPO the way you're supposed to. Yeah, and uh, the Orioles focusing on Crawford that time. Kind of missed little Alva running alongside him. Yeah. Had me fooled. So we got three wideouts over here on this side of the field. The pitch goes back to Crawford looking for the sweep around the left end. Morris reads that one nicely. That looked like in on the hit was number 20 for the Orioles. We don't have a number 20. No. I don't either. Maybe I read it wrong. Crawford wasn't able to get ahead of steam going around left end that time. We'll say Shane Cole was in on that last tackle. Second down and about 12, a two-yard loss on Allen Crawford. They run the belly series again on the option. Quarterback Alva pulls it out of the midsection and takes it across the 10-yard line. Brings up third down now. Ball will be put right down at the 9. They're really a good faking team, as it's hard to tell when Alva hands it off or when he keeps it. Yeah, he puts it right in the midsection of Brandon Crawford as they both go towards the line of scrimmage, and it's up to Alva to read the defense, and that time he kept it himself for good gain. Third down and three. The ball at the 8-yard line. Three wideouts this way. Colin going from right to left. Now they run the Wildcat. Crawford takes a direct snap, but slips down on the turf, and it's going to be brought down short of the first down. So big fourth down play coming up here for the Magi. There's a pretty good-looking hole over on the right side, too, of that uh, Oriole defensive line. But Crawford in a little wet part of the field. This field yeah. is in great shape. I'm sure it does have a couple slick spots. Well, because of the real cold weather, I mean, it softens it up as the day goes along. It is in excellent shape, and the crew over here did a fantastic job clearing eight inches of snow off the gridiron. Fourth and two, the ball at the seven. Big play of the game here early on. Elva, out of the pistol, takes the snap. He'll roll to his right. The option. He pitches it to Crawford, who breaks one tackle, breaks another, but he's going to be short of the first down, so it looks like the Orioles are going to take over on downs. So Morris offensively will start Jack Nanasi and Alex Larner at the guards. The snap in the ball will be Max Jackson. At uh, the right side with Brett McGowan. Uh, at tight end will be Shane Cole getting the start. 
in the backfield, Jarrett Wood and Peyton Smith will get the start. And Jonathan Carpenter, the quarterback, a tall task as he has to replace Mr. Everything, Hunter Nowak, from a year ago. But he's put up some big numbers. I'll tell you about that in a moment. First and ten, Morris with the ball from their own six-yard line. They just run it forward to try and get out of trouble. But the ball carrier that time brought down. That was the quarterback keeping it himself, Carpenter. He was gang-tackled by the front wall. That front wall, they start two up front, Brandon Crawford and Grayson Reese Miller. The linebackers are Caden Carver and Justin Miller, and they run four defensive backs, Austin Stoll, Caleb Johnson, Ian Ells, and Jonathan West. They may only have two people up front, but they're big. Reese Miller's 6'3", 190, and Crawford, as we've said before, 6'2", and 240. Yeah. Eight-man football at its finest. Morris out of the shotgun. The quarterback takes a direct snap, cuts upfield, and he runs right into Justin Miller, who bear hugs him to the turf. Carpenter thought about running out on the right side, cut it back up inside, and there was nothing going on either way. So it'll be Morris, third down about five. 7-10 to go here in this scoreless first quarter of Saturday matinee here for all you listeners in, in Michigan. Hope all you deer hunters have been successful and careful out there in the Michigan woods. Morris with the ball, third down and five. They have it at their own 11. We're going to see a lot of muddy uniforms before this one's over. Out of the shotgun, Carpenter, long count, takes a step, looking to throw. Throws one over here, a little tight end pass, hauled in. To, by Jack Nanasi, but he's going to be short of the first down, first down, so it looks like Morris is going to be forced to punt the football. Yeah, nothing going on over there. He was open, but the uh, linebackers for the Magi doing a great job converging and shutting that one down. A little battle of field position here early. Punter is Jack Nanasi, who just caught that. Long snapper Garrett DeLue. Going deep for Colin. Jonathan West, he has two punt returns for touchdowns this year. Very dangerous, and he's standing right around midfield. Shifty, Ted. He's shifty. Shifty, all right. Here's the punt, kind of a floater. It bounces, takes a Morris roll, and it's going to be down at about their own 48-yard line. So Colin will get it for the second time here. We're right midway through the second quarter, or well, that, first quarter, rather. That took a strange hop. West is lucky it didn't hit him. For a limited time, stop into one of Fast Eddie's 16 locations and purchase their unlimited monthly car wash membership and wash your vehicle every day for the low price of $19.95. Fast Eddie's offers oil changes at a great affordable price and preventative maintenance like transmission and coolant flushes, fuel filter and filter, wiper blades, headlight replacement, and much more. See your local Fast Eddie's car wash and oil change center for great fall savings, their quality products and services. Fast Eddie's a name you know you can trust. Colin with the football. They took the initial kickoff all the way down to inside the 10-yard line. The Morris Oriole defense stiffened up and held them. Now it's back to Colin in Morris territory at the 49. The big halfback, Brandon Crawford, carrying Orioles on his back. Crawford is a load. Yes, he is. He is 6'2", 240 pounds, only a junior, over 1,400 yards on the season with 22 touchdowns. Gets almost... Ten yards on his own there. We'll give him nine officially. West went up the middle and blocking for him. And also, I think the quarterback also laying some blocks in there. Right. I love the way they run this uh, option with the quarterback at his side. Well, it looks like it was so close. They're going to bring the chains out. So while they measure, take a listen to this. 
Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all the Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on C92.5 The Castle. About two inches short on the first down, so it'll be second down and one. It's always one of those plays where you can go, hey, we can go downtown. We can run whatever we want right here. Well, you got that right. That's a great option. Out of the pistol, they do. They roll out Alva to the right, throws a pass to the sideline, and this field, even though it's in good shape and, and uh, you know, looks good, it is a little slick out there, and the receiver that time slid down trying to come back for the ball. It was intended for Braden, Ireland, but it's incomplete, so it brings up third down and inches. Galva kind of lost his footings, footing, too, as he released it, Yeah, but the receiver went down. <laughs> so that receiver, Ireland, splits out on the far side. Colin with the red uniforms going right to left as we're looking at it here. Here's the turnaround... Uh, Reverse handoff goes to Crawford straight up the middle. He has the first down yardage as he takes it to the 35-yard line of Morris. Shane Cole was there, also in on that tackle. Was Alex Larner? Yeah, he wasn't. There wasn't anybody in front of him uh, with an Oriole jersey. He just smoothly went through the line, and then once he gets through that line, starts to build up ahead of steam. I got a feeling we're going to see a lot of carries for Brandon Crawford before this afternoon is over. And in motion coming at us, we got some movement on the line of scrimmage, and I think the Orioles might have jumped. Yeah, they're going to get called for the offside, so five easy ones here for the Colon Magi. 5.20 to go in this scoreless first quarter. Moving right along down here. Colon about, I would guess, 20 miles south of the Kalamazoo Battle Creek area, right down 66. Crawford with six carries already for over 50 yards. Braden Ireland goes way out on the far side, joined in that slot by Jonathan West. Austin stole over here this side, man in motion this way. Crawford gets the call, or Alva, they, and Morris trying to rip it out of there, may have. Let's see what the referees decide. They're going to say he was down. Actually, it was uh, Crawford getting the handoff, a hold on to the ball as he went down, but he takes it to the 30-yard line of Morris. You just don't know who has it when, they, when they're when they running like that. Well, if you're the Orioles, you're just going to tackle whoever tackle you both. think has the ball. Tackle That's right. both of them. Amen. Morris sends in big Brent McGowan right now, checking out Alec Larner. Quarterback goes back, Alva back to throw, sideline and down, and a man wide open, flashing down the far sideline, but just overshot him, intended for Jonathan West. West would have, would have been a touchdown bound had he, yeah, that one connected. Yep, just needed to take a little bit off of that toss down the far sideline. Like I mentioned, Colin going right to left as we're looking at it. No score here, Colin and Morris. A replay of last year's semifinal, won by the Orioles, 40-8 as Morris went on to beat Pickford in the state championship game. Timeout for Morris here as they want to talk things over for their head coach, Kendall Crockett. So no score, 428 to go here in the first quarter, Colin and Morris. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, Beck's Trailer Superstore features America's largest trailer inventory and unmatched snowmobile trailer selection. Gear up for winter with the best-in-class all-aluminum Legend snowmobile trailer. Legend trailers are loaded with features and price to move with zero down and payments from only $69 a month with approved credit. Come see why Legend is Michigan's number one snowmobile trailer brand. 
For the best selection of the best snowmobile trailers at unbeatable prices, call Bex or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Well, give me a follow on Twitter. I'm at Ted Fatel, and also definitely check out Three Point Podcast, any of your favorite podcast sites, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. We're coming up pretty close to 100 episodes now. A lot of fun, three different generations of looking at sports and pop culture. Here is Elva, back to throw. Sets up a screen pass, back this way to Crawford. He hauls it in, read well there, though, by Morris. Though Crawford still goes forward for extra yardage. Stay in the home that time was Garrett DeLue. Yeah, DeLue made a great play over there on the right side. Had the blocker right in front of him, shoved the blocker down and took Crawford down also. But as you said, it is a first down. That's a first completed pass for Alva. Yeah, Crawford surged forward for the first down. Now they go to the air again, down the far sideline. Up, touchdown, Colin! 24-yard completion that time to Braden Ireland, and the Magi are on the board. What a great, great pass play. They tried that right side before with West, and this time Ireland had also wide open as West was earlier and connected for that nice touchdown. What a great throw, too. So the connection, Elvud Ireland puts Colin on the board. 6 nothing with 4.06 to go here in our first. They'll try the kick. Now Austin Stoll will kick it out of Alva's hold. Good snap. The kick goes up. It has plenty of distance, and it splits the uprights. So 4.06 to go in the first. 7-0. Colon over Morris. K&J Repair in Morris are mid-Michigan's agricultural experts. They specialize in engine repair, rebuilds, and machining. They rebuild diesel engines, cylinder heads, hydraulic cylinders, and pumps. They make hydraulic hoses for any need and have an on-site machine shop. Chris and his crew have over three decades of experience. They stock American-made products from Alma Bolt, Excite Batteries, and oil grease and lubricants from Schaefer's. K&J also sells over 50 brands of tires and tubes like Goodyear, Firestone, and Titan. And they now have American-made Carlisle implement tires in stock. K&J Repair on Bennett Drive in Morris. Give them a call, 517-625-8284. So the Colin Magi on the board first here in this eight-man division one semifinal matchup. Beautiful afternoon here. The sunshine is out. The temperature is rel- relatively balmy at a probably 30 degrees. Yeah, Magi really changing up the game with those two passes. Actually, the, the first incomplete pass to West kind of set the stage, but Orioles with that great defensive stand in the first, and then Magi able to connect through the air for their scoring drive. Yeah, and Alvis throwing the ball pretty well there, too. Here's the ball just put flat down on the ground, a low kick, sort of a modified onside kick, but falling on there by Devin Dietz. So Morris will get it in pretty good field position here. Yeah, you're not going for for depth on that kind no. of a kick, are you? <laughs> the, the football laying sideways, point of the football to each sideline, and just knuckled down the field not very far that time so first and 10 Morris from their own 44 yard line they got the benefit of decent field position here out of the shotgun Carpenter keeps it himself straight up the middle stacked up at the line of scrimmage number 30 the first one there Justin Miller the 185 pound senior for the Colon Magi it's just the fourth offensive play here for the Orioles in this first quarter 
it's funny, you know, it's the magic capital of the world, and their mascot is, uh, can I pull a rabbit out of my hat? It's a great logo. <laughs> Second down and seven. We'll give him three yards on that carry. Carpenter with eight passing touchdowns, 21 rushing touchdowns on the year. You could have a great uh, mascot. Could be a, a guy in a magician's outfit with a girl... Uh, uh, helper, you know the. Oh yeah, yeah. an assistant. Yeah, and you a could pretty do, assistant. You could do magic tricks on the sideline. Yeah. Well, here is the run. They run a sweep play this time to Jarrett Wood, and he is brought down at the line of scrimmage. Good read on that other side of the field by Caleb Johnson there for the Magi. Three minutes to go here in our first quarter. Seven nothing colon. Here's a big third down. Yep. Third down and seven. The ball at the 47. Morris stays to the shotgun. Carpenter will just run the quarterback keeper around left end. And uh, Colin tackles him at about the 49. Ian L's in on the tackle there for Colin. Looks like his second effort might get him past that first down marker, but it did not. No, but he's a couple of yards short. short. I would say four down territory here. They do have it in Colon territory at about the 48-yard line. Or as I like to call it, Ted, the 52. (laughs) You have been known to do that, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah, one of my first football games back in the day. I can't deny that I think I one time (laughs) called a 55-yard line. So Morris will go for it from the 52. (laughs) Carpenter takes the snap, keeps it himself. He tries to get the sticks. Oh, he's stacked up right at the marker. Boy, they might have to bring the chains in on this one. Ells was there. Johnson was there. I don't know. It's it's hard to see right here. They'll put it down. Depends on the mark. I say bring out the chains. It's too close. Oh, they're going to say no. He didn't get it. Boy, this Magi defense really strong against the run so far. Morris barely able to get any kind of yardage going. Right. So, Colin does a great job there stopping the Morris Orioles offense, and they'll get it back. The Magi lead it seven to zip over the Orioles. Man goes in motion away from us. Quarterback Alva keeps it himself, tripped up at midfield. Peyton Smith there in on the hit. Really well-rounded uh, Magi offense so far. They can seems like they can get where they want to go on the ground, and Alva looks like a pretty good passer. Second down and seven. The ball at the 50-yard line. Colin with the football here. They'll send a three wideouts on the far side now. Out of the pistol, Phil Alva sends a man in motion at us. They fake it to him. They don't snap it. Now he calls out, and they go back the other way in motion. They pitch it now to Jonathan West, trying to get around the right corner. Morris comes up, strings it out. There was a couple good blocks on that play, but after that was all said and done, only about two or three yards gained. It's going to bring up like third and four. Yep. And uh, that's pretty good Crawford territory for me. Maybe (laughs) third and five, but it could be four down territory for the Magi, too. Ball at the 48-yard line of Morris. Crawford seems to be able to get whatever he wants up the middle. Yeah. Let's see if they run that option. They do. Crawford and Alva, and Alva pulls it out, keeps it himself, has the first down yardage. So Morris was thinking along the lines of you had, 
in that time. Alva mixed him up and kept it himself, pulled it out, gets the first down. I'm telling you, it's these fakes that the, Alva does are just tremendous. Good ball game so far. Colon on top, 7-0 over Morris. It's the Division I eight-man football semifinal on the line here from Colon High School. I want to say a big shout-out to all the staff people here. Been very helpful and friendly, helping us get set up. Here's Alva, rolls to his right. Looks downfield, throws a pass up. DB sliding down. The intended receiver, Jonathan West, sliding down, and it's just incomplete. Yeah, West again lost his footing. Yep. 37.9 seconds to go here in the first quarter. This is like uh, perfect digs for us up here. This this press box is awesome. I know, and I like it. You know, they they got the nice bench, or uh, uh, what do you call it, bar stools with backs on them, and it's just a great setup. A window. Last night we had no window. I'll tell you, it was a great view, but it was cold. Here's a direct snap. Goes to Crawford. Crawford trying to go around the left end. Tripped up at the line of scrimmage, but he surged forward for a couple of yards. Brett McGowan there to knife him down. Also helping out was number 18, Garrett Delu. I'd like to broadcast sometime from a dental chair. That'd be comfortable. Uh, under kick. anesthesia? Or? No, just kick back. Okay. That wouldn't okay. be bad, would it? Pumped way up high. Well, we're down to the clocks rolling with 11 seconds. They're going to just let the first quarter clock wind down. So after one here in this semifinal, 7 nothing. Colon leads it over Morris right here on Z92.5. The second half page of the MHSAA website gets you closer to the action with features on high school sports from around the state, weekly coaches, associations, rankings, and coverage of MHSAA tournament finals. It's a great read with fresh content nearly every weekday during the school year. Make the MHSAA second half your first stop for high school sports information. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Vinny and the crew at MidMichigan Spray Foam are proud to have their headquarters in Morris and to sponsor this exclusive broadcast of Orioles football at MidMichigan Spray Foam. Their goal is to keep your family warm and save you money, whether it's home improvement, new builds, residential and commercial, pole barns, or crawl spaces. They offer the highest quality and most efficient insulation on the market. Two-pound closed cell foam installed by the best applicators in Michigan. Schedule your free estimate appointment with Vinny or Naz today. Call 989-277-4967. That's 989-277-4967. Or visit MidMichigan Spray Foam on Facebook today. Here we go. Second quarter ready to go with Joe Smith. I'm Ted Fatale. Colin with the ball. Third and eight. At the, at the 39 of Morris, Elva rolls to his right, throws a pass out here to the sideline. Looks like the receiver was out of bounds when he caught it. Good coverage over there by Jarrett Wood. The intended receiver was Braden Ireland, a big six-foot-four target, but just ran out of real estate, and that's what happens when you narrow the field by 20 yards. Yeah, good point, and he tried to keep his feet inbounds like you see on TV. That's a tough, tough play to make, isn't it? It is. I will say this, Joe. I really like this eight-man football. It's, it's, it's easy to pick up on the players because there's three left. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> Easier homework. They're gonna they set up like a pa uh, they were gonna punt it. Now they roll out to the right, kick it downfield, and it goes all the way down inside the five-yard line. What an outstanding play! The punter got racked over here at the sideline, but since he rolled out of the pocket. He's fair game, so yeah, was, there's, there's no was, roughing. That was West, and he rolled out to his right side, and then he kicked it back to the middle of the field, and Caden Carver was Johnny on the spot and able to down it, like what, about the five-yard line? Yep. 
Australian rule punt there. That was. <laughs> Good point. So uh, it will be Morris with the football again, deep in their own territory. They trail it seven to zip to Colin. Well, Morrison had a bad field position at the, in the first quarter after that long Colin drive to open up the game, and now they're stuck down by their end zone again. So let's see what Mr. Jonathan Carpenter can do. He's had a nice year at quarterback, takes the shotgun snap, keeps it himself, runs between right guard and tackle, and gets up to about the 10-yard line. So a solid five-yard gain that time by Jonathan Carpenter. Carpenter's has six carries. So far, Wood with the only other carry of the game for the Orioles. Brandon Crawford uh, at the bottom of the pile there and on the tackle. Time of possession definitely in the colon stat side right now. Yep. So the Magi lead it, 7-0 over Morris here on the castle. Second down and five. Ball at the 10. The Morris 10-yard line. The Orioles with the football. Going right to left now. Wearing the white jerseys, black pants, black helmets. Carpenter takes the direct snap again. Up the middle for a couple of yards. Caleb Johnson was there first. Also in on the tackle, Caden Carver for the Magi. Brings up another big third down for Morris. Hate to give the ball back to the Magi. Absolutely. A little surprised the Magi actually punted the last time, too, but they did pin Morris deep. They're trying to play a little field position here. Big third down play coming up for the Orioles. Third and three. Ball at their own 12-yard line. The O's trail at 7-zip. Telling you, these Magi are shifty. All of them, they're shifty. <laughs> they're tricky. They're tricky. <laughs> Carpenter takes a snap. Looking for somewhere to go. There's absolutely nowhere to go. So brought down at the line of scrimmage, maybe even a loss. Crawford and Reese Miller in on that tackle, along with... Justin Miller. Yeah, I think it was a loss of one on the play. Looked like he wanted to go up the middle. Then he changed his mind trying to go around the right side. and Just nothing doing. Yeah, it almost looked like a broken play the way it all shook down. So Jack Nanasi, he's one yard into the end zone to attempt this punt. That's not a good place to be punting from. Ball at the 10-yard <laughs> line of Morris. Colin should get great field position. Here's an end-over-end punt. Bounces at the 40. Colin lets it roll. Jonathan West lets it go out of bounds at about the 48-yard line of Morris. So the Magi will have it again in good field position, leading it 7-0 over the Orioles. Barbara Roll Wise Guy at Coldwell Banker is proud to sponsor this exclusive broadcast of Morris Orioles uh, football as the boys of fall go for their second straight state championship. Barb and family are proud to be lifelong residents of Morris. They're involved in the schools and the community. They know it takes a dedicated combination of parents, teachers, athletes, students, staff, and fans to make the Morris schools and the Orioles a championship team. As a realtor for over 25 years, Barb has shared this passion for the community and knowledge of our area with hundreds of satisfied customers. Visitor online. Hold on, Joe. i got to break you off. Here's a pass downfield. Colin throws a touchdown. Jonathan West, 48-yard touchdown strike. Elva to Jonathan West. Tremendous play, and they're excited over here on the home side. Sorry to cut you off. Let's get back to that commercial oh, from that I don't blame sponsor. You. I don't blame you at all. you got to cut off for a touchdown play. They're open... Uh, let me see where I was here. Now I've lost track, Ted. I just as, started over. As a realtor for over 25 years, Barb has shared this passion for the community and knowledge of our area with hundreds of, hundreds of satisfied customers. Visit her online today at barb, barbrollweisga.com. 
So that was West, I think, that caught that ball. So now Ireland and West with long touchdown catches. Yep, here's a PAT attempt. Ball went up, somehow got through up over the upright. So 14 nothing. Colin looking for a little revenge, leads it over Morris. Alva's only got uh, three completed passes in this game, but two of them are for touchdowns. Ireland and West, both of them only have one catch apiece, both of them for touchdowns. Pretty amazing. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 until 11.30. Call today at 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit Hub Tires. Com. Don't forget our drive of the game brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC, and Owasso, saluting Albany, Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And also our player of the game award brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Well, here we go. The kickoff again with a football perpendicular to us. The point of the football pointing to each sideline, just laying on the field here. Here's the kick, low squibber, bounces off one of the Morris players, and finally Morris falls on it about their own 37-yard line. So really, right now, it's a little bit of a gut check time for the Orioles. I mean, they're down 14 to nothing. They really haven't had much going at all offensively. That was the first uh, play uh, from scrimmage after that punt, correct? Yeah. Talk about a quick strike offense. Kind of lulling you to sleep with the run game to the Magi and then just bang, bang. Yeah, I mean, before you know it, you can't get the commercial finished because it's going (laughs) downfield. (laughs) That was a heck of a play. Morris, as I mentioned in the pregame, averaging over 42 points a game, but being shut out here by the stingy Colin defense. Also, Colin has uh, had the advantage field position-wise. Here's Carpenter back to throw. A lot of time, throws a pass over to midfield, and we're going to get a pass interference penalty. Going to go against the bad guy. Jarrett Woods sold that one pretty well, too, as he went flying down to the turf. So Carpenter aired it out. Pretty good idea there, but it was an overshot. But they're going to get the benefit of the 15-yard or the 10-yard pass interference penalty. Yeah, was that even catchable? I don't think it matters in high school. Matters to me, Ted. <laughs> well, that, that's all that matters to me, Joe. 15-yard <laughs> penalty here. Sends it into Magi territory at the... Uh, 48-yard line. It's the longest play from scrimmage, obviously, so far for the Orioles here today, and no completed passes yet. So it'll be Carpenter lining up out of the shotgun. They'll send Peyton Smith over in the right slot. Jarrett Wood goes in motion. They hand it to him on the sweep around the right end. Puts the head down, but he also slips to the turf. We're seeing a lot of slippage here this afternoon. About a four-yard gain there by Wood. Well, in the first quarter, the Magi were going this way for most of the quarter, and that's getting all the use on this left side of the field as we see it. Yeah. Jonathan West in on that tackle for Colin. Second down and seven. Ball at the 45-yard line of Colin. Two wideouts over here this side for Morris going right to left. Carpenter takes the snap, and he is going to be sacked. Brandon Crawford read that one perfectly. He's a man out there right now. Yeah. He's kind of strutting his stuff, looking over to the sideline. So a big loss on the play there. 
Six foot two, 240 pounds, dominant on both sides of the ball. Carpenter had no chance that time, 150-pound junior. Morris coming into the season, there was a lot of question marks as they only had two starters coming back from that state championship team. But they put together quite a program for Kendall Crockett coming off that state championship a year ago. Crawford just blew through the line that time. and It was like, how you doing there, I Mr. Know. Carpenter? So third and ten, ball to 48. Again, Carpenter keeps it himself trying to get around the left end. First one there was Ian Ells for the Magi. I'll tell you right now, I mean, Morris, if they're going to try to get back in this game, they're going to have to go to the air. But right now, this Colon defense is tough. The Magi have given up less than a touchdown per game this season. Seems like Carpenter's only attempted just a couple passes here. And he's been rushed. Pretty heavy duty. So it looks like Morris is going to go for it on fourth down. They have it at the 46-yard line of Colon. 14 to nothing. The Magi lead it. Two wideouts this way for the Orioles. Carpenter out of the shotgun. Empty backfield. Back to throw. Looks over to the right sideline. Too far. He had a man open there. He had Jared Wood for the first down, but overshot him. So, again, Morris turns it over on downs. Back to the Magi. Look, maybe it slipped out of his hand because it went far right. Looked like one of my drives slicing off to the right there. So it'll be Colin with the football. First and 10 at their own 46-yard line. Orioles going for the uh, fourth down play and now giving the ball to the Magi in great field position again. Yeah, Phil Alva, the quarterback, the 5'9", 140-pound senior QB for the Magi's. Got one running back, Brandon Crawford, but he's a good one. They'll run the belly series to Crawford. Crawford gets the handoff and gets to the 50-yard line, so about a four-yard gain that time. In on the hit for the Orioles was Garrett DeLue. Once he get hit, gets hit, he just kind of leans forward and takes everybody with him. Yeah, he is tough. Second down and six. We have 7.19 to go here in the first half. 14-0 Colin. They'll run that same play. Alva pulls it out, runs the option, fakes the pitch, keeps it himself, has first down yardage, and is brought down inside the 38. We've got a penalty flag on the opposite side of the field. Now, that might be a sideline warning. They do have a line that gets that the teams are supposed to be behind and the coaches on the sideline. I think we're going to get a sideline warning on Morris here. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA Scholar-Athlete Award. Underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance, the applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of... <laughs> what is it there... What did I turn the page, Ted? The wind caught my page. Oh, it did? <laughs> of educational athletics. That's what it is. Well, we actually did have a penalty there, sideline interference. So it goes against Morris and gives Colin a lot better field position at the 23 of the Orioles. Reverse spin. The quarterback, Alva, keeps it himself. Has the 20, the 10, the 5, goes into the end zone. Touchdown, Colin. 24-yard run there by the quarterback, Philip Alva, and right now Colin has all the momentum in this one. Boy, in the backfield there, it looked like Alva might be tackled for a loss, but he's shifty. 
as most of these magi are. Did a little reverse spin that time. And he was able to break into the open. Once he did, he's got some wheels. Nobody from Morris could catch him. Lining up now for the extra point. So the PAT coming up. Austin Stoll, he approaches, kicks it up, and it goes up and good. So 6.59 to go in our first half, 21 to nothing. Colin leads it over Morris. Perry Auto Sales is Shiawassee County's premier used truck dealership and proud to sponsor Morris Orioles football. Not very often do you find a dealership that not only specializes in gas and diesel truck sales, but can also handle any amount of performance work you could want. Perry Auto Sales is the only dealership in the state with a fuel full rather diesel performance center at their location. They have over 50 trucks in stock at any time, so you'll find a truck that fits your needs at a price you'll love. Perry Auto Sales just off I-69 in Perry. Visit online and you can check out their inventory today at PerryAutosalesLLC.com. Jeff and the crew at Morris Hardware Center are proud to sponsor this exclusive broadcast of Morris Orioles football. Morris Hardware on Main Street is your complete hometown hardware store. They have all your hardware needs, plumbing and electrical supplies, nails, nuts, bolts, tools, and everything else in between that you'd expect from your hometown hardware store. Morris Hardware Center is also your deer hunting headquarters with great deals on the new Ruger American 350 and 450 rifle, ammo, and more to make sure you're successful this hunting season. Morris Hardware Center, if they don't have it, you don't need it. 21 nothing. Colin, here's the squib kick again, and Morris falls on it at around their own 40-yard line that time. Bodies flying, but recovered that time by the Orioles. Robert Wiki. Well, you can see the strategy behind that kick, though. One of these times, it's going to go through somebody's legs, and the Magi are going to recover it. Yeah, I mean, it's been bouncing off some of the Orioles, and the secondary players have been able to at least fall on it so far. Morris really desperately needs to get something going here offensively to stay in this game, down 21 to nothing to a fine Colon Magi team. Neat little uh, campus down here in Colon. Alba counting for all three of the touchdowns, two in the air, one on the ground. Jonathan Carpenter out of the shotgun. He'll keep it himself, runs into a man, breaks that tackle, and was very fortunate. And now we're going to get a penalty flag downfield. I think uh, we might have a penalty going to go against Colin. Yeah, that was West in there for the Magi. Nice stiff arm by Carpenter to avoid him. Yeah. I think Caden Carver in the secondary may be uh, held one of the Morris players. We'll see what the referees come up with here. Carpenter, that was the, the, the best play from scrimmage for him. Mm-hmm. So it was Carver actually grabbed a hold of one of the Morris's, Morris players' face mask, a big walk-off here as it takes it all the way into Colon territory at about the 36. So a huge break there by the Orioles. Had the decent run to begin with, and then a big 15-yarder to top that off. So that's 15 yards from the spot, huh? Yep. So first and 10. Morris from the 36-yard line of Colon. Yeah, a score on this possession would mean a lot to the Orioles. So they'll send a big uh, tight end here on this side of the field, big number 99, Brett McGowan. Man goes in motion away from us. It's a handoff this time. Shane Cole takes it around the right side, and really 
Morris helped by that penalty, but also running the ball a little bit better from the line of scrimmage right now. Got some decent yardage all the way down to the 30-yard line. Yep, last couple plays, they've finally been uh, doing what they've been accustomed to this season, eating up the yards on the ground. Second down and four. Morris with the ball at the 30-yard line of Tolan. Wide out comes this way. The Orioles going right to left as we're looking at it. Carpenter takes the snap, keeps it himself, goes up the middle, has first down yardage, running hard, and he gets close to the 20-yard line. Finally brought down by Caden Carver. That's about the first time Carpenter's made any headway up the middle. So first and 10 now, Morris nearing the red zone. They have it at the 23-yard line of Colon. Carpenter's been very busy so far with 11 rushes in this game. This portion of the game brought to you by Barbara Roll Weisga at Coldwell Banker, Bex Trailer Superstore and Service Center, and Fast Eddie's. Carpenter, out of the shotgun. They fake it to his running back, keeps it himself up the middle. Some cross blocking up there at the line of scrimmage, and Carpenter gets about four or five. Brought down finally there by Ian Ells. Second down, coming up here for Morris. Don't forget our Player of the Game Award brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Second down and six. The ball at the 18-yard line of Colin. Morris will send Shane Cole way out on the far side. Man goes in motion this way. The cornerback keeps it himself, cuts back against the green, down to about the 15-yard line. Going to be a couple of yards short of the first down, bringing him down. Caleb Johnson there for the Magi. Third down in about three. Morris with the football. Four down territory down here for Kendall Crockett. Most assuredly. Desperately need a score to turn this momentum. Yeah. Now Morris did... uh, win the toss and elected to defer until the second half so they will get the ball to start the second half of play Orioles break their huddle Carpenter out of the shotgun man comes in motion our way and Kendall Crockett didn't like what he saw defensively so he calls a timeout so timeout on the field 414 to go on the scoreboard clock 21 nothing. Colin leads it over Morris here on the castle We will also be choosing a drive of the game. If you're a Morris Oriole fan, it could be this drive right here. That's brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. So all the Michigan athletes drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. The broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZFM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA, Z92.5, The Castle, and Sportsnet Michigan. Third and three coming up here for the Orioles. With Joe Smith, I'm Ted Vitale, Sandy O back at the studios. We got a wide out over on the far side. Morris going right to left as we're looking at it. Jonathan Carpenter out of the shotgun. Man in motion our way. Carpenter keeps it himself. Scoots upfield. Breaks an initial tackle. Going to be close to the first down. I don't know if he got it or not. It's going to all depend on the spot here. He was stopped at first and then surged forward for a little extra yardage. It looks like he's going to be just a hair short. 
Yeah, he surged forward, and then the Magi defense surged back. Well, they're going to bring the chains out to double-check this one. It's going to be awful close to a first down. If it's not, it's going to be within probably the length of the football. So the chain gang out on the field, they stretch it out, and it looks like it's going to be just a couple inches, maybe a length. That's short. what I'm thinking. They about have so close. One chain link short <laughs> of the first down. <laughs> and it just shows you how important are the spots on these kinds of games. Oh, no doubt. Well, here's a critical <laughs> call because the field is slick right there in the middle of the field. Yep. And if you're going to do a quarterback sneak, man, you better get some footing. Carpenter, definitely the guy... The money man for this Oriole offense. So fourth and a chain link. <laughs> Morris with the football. Huge part of the game here. The Orioles break their huddle. Cohen digging in. Carpenter out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. He'll just come upfield himself. Puts the head down. Should have first down yardage. But not much more. Not a lot. But he got a couple links worth for sure. <laughs> so that'll move the chains. They'll put the ball down right around the 10-yard line. It's just shy of the 10. We'll call it the 11. Nice play by the Orioles' offensive line that time. Nancy, Jackson, Larner, and uh, McGowan really shoving forward. 3.35 to go here in the first half. I might be able to get a link. You think you can get a link? Well, falling forward? In an age group game, maybe. <laughs> Not against these young guys. It's a movement on the line. Here is Carpenter rolling around the right end. Gets good yardage around that right corner and he is down to the one, just shy of the end zone. Good run, good blocking on that right side by the Orioles. He's kind of a rambling runner, too. It kind of yeah. looks like he's kind of hard to hard to tackle a la Jeff Golombiski from back in the day. <laughs> Caden Carver in on that tackle. So it will be Morris. First and goal from the one. 2.45 to go here in the first half. Critical point of the game for the Orioles to try and stay in this one. Everybody in tight. Single back is the quarterback. He keeps it. Oh, he goes around the left end, untouched in the end zone. Touchdown, Jonathan Carpenter, and the Orioles are on the board. Well, the Orioles sure did need that, and, and what a breath of fresh air for their fans over across the way. Not much to cheer about, but now they have something to cheer about. And it says a lot about the guts of this Morris Oriole team. No give up in them and just right down the middle, all of it on the ground. Well, they needed that score. Now defensively, they got to figure out a way to keep Colin off the board in the final two and a half minutes to go here in our second quarter. They're going to go for two. Carpenter takes the snap out of the shotgun, looking to throw. Nobody to go to. Keeps it himself, trying to get around the left corner, and Colin stops him. They brought him down. That was Caleb Johnson staying to home. Bringing down the Morris quarterback, but the O's on the board. They trail it 21 to 6 here. 234 to go here in the first half. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all been Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buke GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. 
Oh, wait. We must have had. They're going to redo it. I'm not sure if we had a dead ball. They weren't ready, the refs, but they'll run the same play going around the left end, getting good blocking, and this time he gets into the end zone. So how about that? The Orioles get a break, and the two-point run by Jonathan Carpenter now makes it 21-8. to I have no idea what exactly was going on there, but uh, they got a chance to re- a redo, Joe, and got the two-pointer. Got a mulligan, made good use of it. Beck's Trailer Superstore features America's largest trailer selection and best deals. With 1,300 trailers on 45 acres, you'll find your perfect open or enclosed trailer in stock and ready to roll today. Business owners and farmers, you deserve a new trailer that works as hard as you do and at a fair price. Purchased by December 31st and your new trailer from Beck's may qualify for a tax credit. Consult a tax professional for details. For the best selection of the best trailers at unbeatable prices, call Bex or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Well, huge score there by Morris, keeping them in this one. 21-8, to eight, they trail it to Colin. Well, you're right about what you said about their defense, though, because they've had no answer so far, the Magi offense. Right, and really the key play on that drive was that 15-yard penalty. Gave Morris a little momentum. So they'll tee it up. The kickoff coming up. Brett McGowan, little bouncer onside kick, rolling around. It's bouncing, bouncing, still bouncing. And finally hauled in that time by Jonathan West. Boy, that baby was very dangerous. And Morris almost came away with it. But for an onside kick attempt, that was pretty good because it went downfield quite a ways. Well, and like you talked about earlier, on this left side of the field, left side of the 50 is kind of slippery, and these guys are having trouble keeping their feet. West, though, he's been in a lot of plays for the Magi. Very big player. Colin with the football, leading it 21-8. to Here's their big boy, Brandon Crawford, up the middle this time. Gets a face full of mud. Actually, the quarterback, Alva, kept it. (laughs) When they run side-by-side like that, either one can have it. Just got to see who has the football when they get up off the ground. Got four yards on that, carry. Clock is coming up to the two-minute mark here in the second quarter. Like we said, you got to tackle them both. Second down and six, ball to 27. Colin with the ball. Here's the halfback, Crawford this time. Has first down yardage close to the 35. Yeah, no doubt Crawford had it that time. Yeah. Jarrett Wood there and on the hit for the Orioles. First and ten, Colon. Oriole defense might be getting a little bit gassed. They've been on the field a lot here in this first half. Yeah, they have. Good call. Here's a quarterback, Alva, rolling to his right. Looks downfield, then just keeps it himself and steps out of bounds. There to make sure he didn't get any further was Peyton Smith, the linebacker for the Orioles. Smith doing a great job stringing that one out. Does stop the clock with a minute 42 to go here in our first half. Quarterback Phil Alva hit Braden Ireland for the first score of the game, about four minutes to go in the first quarter, and then they follow that up with two more scores. And then finally John Carpenter got the Orioles on the board. They run the option to West around the left end this time. The Orioles read that pretty well. West got about 5 to the 40, where he's run out of bounds right on the Morris side of the field. And again, it stops the clock with a minute 35 to go here in the half. Every time they run that kind of play to the outside, though, it plants the seed of doubt in the Oriole defense. Are they going up the middle? Are they going around the outside? Where are they going? And uh, Keep an eye also as we go along. They run that play and then run an inside handoff coming the other way with a misdirection. Third and five. 
Colin with the ball. Here's an inside trap play to Crawford, who is knifed down. And it looks like he's going to be just short of the first down. Looked like he was on a slip and slide at the end of the run there. Yeah, he did. And he comes up a little gingerly as he was hit right at the shins. You know how, how that can hurt. <laughs> Fourth down coming up here for Colin. You mean like when you bang your shin on the door? Or yeah, absolutely. Oh, or man. a coffee table. Oh. Fourth down and one. Ball at the, their own 43. Trying to drive, draw Morris off sides right at the moment. Now they'll send a man in motion. They take the snap. Crawford gets it. Stacked up at the line of scrimmage. No, it's Alva pulling it out of there and has first down yardage. Boy, they sold it again. Well, half the Oriole defense thought that uh, Crawford had it. That's for sure. Yeah, they had stopped him short. The only problem was he didn't have the ball. He comes out to the sideline now. He needs a break. He's definitely shaken up a little bit, limping. Yeah, that's just crazy good on these fakes so first and magic absolutely magic first and ten Bowling with the ball wide out each way alva back to throw fake pumps now goes for the home run ball it's up for grabs incomplete intended for jonathan west great coverage back there by shane cole and really that throw it was just up for grabs yeah it was a jump ball yep incomplete so clock stops with 46.6 seconds to go. The ball at the colon 48-yard line. Boy, the players' uniforms are getting muddy right now. Quarterback, you can't even see his jersey number, Phil Alva. Some even kind of spattered up here on our window. <laughs> I think that was the pigeons that were flying by. Here's Alva keeping it himself. Spin gets hit, stood up. Great tackle that time by the Orioles linebacker. Shane Cole. That's that little spin move he did earlier on the touchdown run. Cole didn't buy it this time, though. And not only did he hit him, he drove him back about seven yards. He did. <laughs> Sit down. Brandon Crawford back into the ball game. And we're going to get a timeout right now. As Colin calls the timeout for their head coach, Robbie Hatton. We'll take a little break here. 21 to 8. Colin over Morris. K&J Repair and Morris are mid-Michigan's agricultural experts. They specialize in engine repair, rebuilds, and machining. They rebuild diesel engines, cylinder heads, hydraulic cylinders, and pumps. They make hydraulic hoses for any need, and they have an on-site machine shop. Chris and his crew have over three decades of experience. They stock American-made products from Alma Bolt, Excite Batteries, and oil, grease, and lubricants from Schaefer's. K&J also sells over 50 brands of tires and tubes like Goodyear, Firestone, Firestone, and Titan, and they now have American-made Carlisle implement tires in stock. K&J Repair on Bennett Drive in Morris. Call 517-625-8284. Very important for the Orioles to stay in this game to keep the Magi off the board here in this first half. <laughs> Colin leads it 21-8. Ball at midfield. Philip Alva, the quarterback. Crawford behind him. Alva will run the option. Here is that reverse play coming this way to Jonathan West. He has the 40, the 30. Juke steps a man, the 20, and then run out of bounds at about the uh, 12-yard line. 38-yard run that time for West. 
As I called earlier, you know, they ran the the play to the left and then ran the little pitch back this way on a little reverse action. Takes it down to about the 15-yard line of Morris. Only 13.3 seconds to go here in the first half. Alva has so much uh, mud on the back of his jersey, you can't see his number. No, he can't see the back. The front, he can see okay. And that was the one where he just got planted by an Oriole. Alva out of the pistol. Takes the snap, back to throw now, looks to the end zone, goes to the far side, it's up in the air, and it looks like Morris had the pick. Did they call him inbounds? So it's intercepted in the end zone by the Orioles, so they dodge a big bullet there. I think, I think that was Jack Nanasi, I believe. 15-yard attempted pass that time, and Nanasi just was in front of him. And uh, jumped up, it was like a jump ball, Nanasi with no trouble taking that one away. So the Orioles dodge a major bullet there as Colin really would have made it very difficult if they had got the touchdown here before half. Officially, we're saying it was Garrett DeLue on the interception. So you got eight attempts here for Alva. Two of them went for touchdowns and one interception. So the Orioles will have it. If I'm Morris right now, I just kneel down. Let's go to the locker room. They get the ball to start the second half. You don't want to do anything really goofy here, I wouldn't think. Garshno. And the Orioles call timeout. Seven seconds to go. They have the ball at their own 20-yard line. Kendall Crockett calls timeout. So while they talk it over, take a listen to this. Where can you find good information on all kinds of topics related to the well-being of our student-athletes? Well, you can check out the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. Learn about multi-sport participation, heat and hydration, cardiovascular resources, as well as insurance benefits available for students. It's all on the health and safety page of MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Don't forget to check out the three-generational look at sports and pop culture by subscribing for free to the Three Point Podcast. Ted, the sports guy, Matt Burns of ESPN, and Jared Patel of Fox 17 bring you their lively and interesting hot takes every week. Find the show along with Z92.5 game replays on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and any other podcast site. And I highly recommend the podcast. I am a loyal listener. Well, they had uh, Garrett DeLue in at quarterback a moment ago, and he is back in there. Fake pumps once. Now he'll run it this way. He has the 25, gets close to 30, but that's going to run out the first quarter or first half clock. So it's official. It's halftime here at Colon. Good matchup this afternoon in the Division One eight-man semifinal. Nice. Clear day here in the sunshine, and it is 21 to 8. Colon leads it over Morris. Morris will have the ball to start the second half. We're going to add up all the numbers, take a short break, and we'll be back with our halftime show after these messages back at the studios. What's in the backpack, Caleb? Paper, pencils, calculator, and my fast edge car wash and oil change coupons so I can get brownie points with the teachers. For a limited time, stop into one of Fast Eddie's 16 locations and purchase our unlimited monthly wash car membership. 
Become a Fast Eddie's Wash member today and wash your vehicle every day for the low price of only $19.95. And if your vehicle needs an oil change, Fast Eddie's offers conventional, semi-synthetic, and full synthetic oil changes at great affordable prices. Fast Eddie also does preventative maintenance, like transmission and cooling flushes, fuel filter, air filter, wiper blades, and headlight replacement, and much, much more. And we're schooling the competition with our low prices. Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Centers are your one-stop shop for all your vehicle's needs. See your local Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Center for great fall savings on our quality products and services. With 16 locations throughout Michigan, there is one near you. Fast Eddie's, a name you can trust. Gross Mower Sales at 2314 Ditch Road in New Lothrop is your Country Clipper headquarters. They feature the latest Country Clipper zero-turn mowers like the Boss, Boulevard, Edge, Challenger, Charger, and Avenue. And with their single joystick operation and easy flip deck. They have the Country Clipper perfect for your needs and 0% financing is available. Stop in today and check out their brand new line of Greenworks battery-powered outdoor power tools, including weed whips, leaf blowers and trimmers, chainsaws, push mowers, and power washers. They come in 48 and 82 volt and start at just $149.99. Gross Mower Sales also has a wide variety of used lawn and garden tractors and zero-turn mowers to choose from. Problems with your existing equipment? Gross Mower Sales offers expert professional service and repair. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 to 6 and for your convenience on Saturdays from 9 to 3. Check out their latest inventory at GrossMowerSales.com. Gross Mower Sales, your local Country Clipper and Greenworks dealer on Ditch Road in New Lothrop. Call 810-638-5146. That's 810-638-5146. Or check them out at GrossMowerSales.com today. Humphrey Driver Training and Testing has offered professional driver training and testing to mid-Michigan for over two decades. Their training services include Segment 1 and 2 Individual Driver Training and CDL Commercial Truck and Bus Driver Training. They also administer the third-party driving test for automobile, motorcycle, and CDL. Call Humphrey Driver Training today at 989-723-7176 to schedule your appointment. They're located just west of downtown Corona on Corona Avenue in Owasso. For over 20 years now, new drivers, their parents, and those looking to start a new career as a commercial truck or bus driver have trusted the pros at Humphrey Driver Training. They offer automobile, CDL, motorcycle, and school and passenger bus training and testing year-round. Right now, they are signing up for January Segment 1 and Segment 2 automobile classes. Are you looking to get your CDL? Truck and bus drivers are in high demand. Humphreys offers hands-on training with experienced certified instructors. Humphrey Driver Training and Testing on Corona Avenue in Owasso. Call 989-723-7176 or get all the details at HumphreyDrive.com. Reading Railroad, Sideline Patrol, and a good example of a bad example. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. If you really know your railroads, the original was pronounced Redding for its Pennsylvania roots. But those of us who just know it from playing Monopoly, we usually call it Reading, like the town in southern Michigan near where our southern border intersects with Ohio and Indiana. And this year, the Reading Ranger football team is racing down the tracks again, led by two-way lineman Nick Affolder. 
The MVP of the Big 8 Conference, a 6'3", 300-pound affolder, has the defending Division 8 champions in the regional finals this weekend against Adrian Lenaway Christian, and he's a force to be reckoned with. We have not had any offensive, defensive linemen been uh, league MVP before. He works extremely hard. You uh, look at him, that's not the first thing you would say is, boy, is he in great shape, but he is. I mean, he's 307 pounds. He's a big boy, but he's just competitive. Head coach Rick Bailey, the multi-sport app holder, carries a 4.0 grade point average, is a class officer, and a leader in his school's Fellowship of Christian Athletes chapter. You can read more about Nick Affolder on the second half page of the MHSAA website and watch Reading Against Lenaway Christian live this Friday night at 7 on MHSAA TV. Our game balls this week go out to Allen Park running back Nico Tiberia, who ran for 253 yards and two touchdowns on 19 carries in a football playoff win over Riverview last week. And the girls' volleyball team at Jackson Northwest captured its first district title since 2001 with a 3-2 victory over Okemos. Brookline Bevier with 16 kills and Henley Slay with 15 paced the Mountie attack. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash Aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. Safety in football continues to be a hot topic. We have previously talked here about rules that improve player safety. Today we're going to focus on the adults, specifically coaches and officials that work at the sideline area just in front of the team box. The rule requires that from the time just before the snap until the end of play, all coaches and team personnel must be completely out of the six-foot safety zone located in front of the team box at each sideline. This then gives the official plenty of room to work unimpeded in either direction. Now as soon as the play ends, coaches can move into the area to instruct their players or to send in the next play and then move back prior to the next snap. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSEA website now to register. I've often said that the coach is the most influential individual when it comes to how his or her team and their fans behave at a game. A head coach ejected during an event recently got others so worked into a lather that an assistant was later ejected. The head coach got back on the playing surface after the game and contacted one of the officials while pursuing them, and fans broke into the official's locker room as there was no security provided to them by the host school. The ejection was based on personal comments towards the officiating crew, which is a point of emphasis to prohibit in Michigan this year, and this coach, frankly, should have been tossed earlier. Now, disagreeing with officials is as old as sport itself, but it can be done without making it personal and without provoking those on the bench, on the playing surface, or in the stands. Allowed to go on too long, however, you're bound to get problems like this, which I've seen too many times over too many years, and all of which were unnecessary. So as we head into championships in a variety of sports over the next few weeks, let's all keep sportsmanship at the forefront. But I especially challenge those who lead our teams so that we don't have another good example of a bad example. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid.
a production of the MHSCA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Tony Young here from Young Chevrolet in Owasso, and it's time for Black Friday savings every single day. Listen to these deals right now. How about a four-wheel drive Silverado Crew Cab 2020 model as low as $212 a month? That's right, $212 a month you're driving a Crew Cab four-wheel drive 2020 Silverado. And Equinoxes, I've got over 150 2020 Equinoxes in stock. And I've even got some courtesy transportation vehicles with extra savings that you can drive as low as $189 a month. That's a well-equipped 2020 Chevy Equinox as low as $189 a month. Black Friday savings happening every day. Make the drive to Young Chevrolet in Owasso today. GMS, 24 or 39 month, 10,000 miles year lease to well-qualified GM buyers. With 2,000 down plus tax, state, and document fees and all rebates to dealer. Visit us online at youngautosales.com. Chevrolet. Who controls your image? It's a pretty vital part of your business. Let the experts at Custom Embroidery Plus make sure your image is exactly what you want it to be. When it comes to your promotional products, screen printing, and embroidery, you'll get great customer service from the official merchandiser of the Michigan State Marching Band. Custom Embroidery Plus will make your team name or company logo come to life. With their in-house digitizing art department, you'll get artwork designed just for your needs and unique message. CEP carries all local high school varsity jackets. They can handle embroidery for any size order and custom t-shirts for your team or organization. CEP is MSU and CMU licensed, so you'll find great gift ideas for the Spartan or Chippewa in your life. Visit CEplusonline.com to check out their extensive online catalog. Or stop in to 304 North Lansing Street in St. John's. Make sure your image is represented with the class and quality you deserve. Custom Embroidery Plus in St. John's. Well, welcome back here to W.H. Judd Field in Colon, Michigan. Speaking of Colon, I had a little doctor appointment this week. <laughs> Everything went well for me, but we're here with uh, a heck of a football game. Here's some first-half stats there for Joe to take a look at, and I'll give you the scoring recap here. Good, because i got to catch my breath. <laughs> yeah, you had a long walk there. Seemed like it. Cohen started off the scoring with 4.06 to go in the first quarter. 24-yard pass from Phil Alva to Braden Ireland. The PAT was good by Austin Stoll, and they led it at that point 7 nothing. Cohen followed that up with 9.28 to go in the second quarter. A 48-yard pass from Phil Alva to Jonathan West. PAT good. They took a 14-0 lead. Then it looked like they were going to start to really run away with things. With uh, just about seven minutes to go in the second quarter, it was a 24-yard run by the quarterback, Alva, who's having a nice game. PAT made it 21-0. But Morris drove downfield with the benefit of a 15-yard penalty, holding penalty in the defensive backfield. They were able to take it in with 2.34 to go in the first half. John Carpenter, the quarterback, a one-yard run. And then uh, after a little delay, they ran the two-point try, and Carpenter took it into the end zone untouched to get us to where we're at right now, 21-8. to Colon on top. Morris will have the ball to start the second half, so we'll see if this could uh, 
tighten up and get even more interesting. How about uh, any first-half stats of note, Joe? Well, for Morris, Jonathan Carpenter, he had 18 rushes for 59 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Passing, he was one for two for three yards. So definitely uh, a lot more efficient and and, uh, successful running on the ground than uh, the Orioles were in the air. For Colin, however, it's a well-rounded stat sheet here. Alva, the quarterback, rushing, he had 11 attempts for 77 yards and one touchdown. Brandon Crawford, the big moose, 13 uh, attempts for 55 yards. And then passing, Philip Alva was 3 for 9 with one interception, but he did have two touchdowns, and those touchdowns went to West for 48 yards and Ireland for 24 yards. So really well-rounded score sheet there for the Magi. Also looking at some team stats, first downs, Colin had 13 compared to 5 for Morris in net rushing yards. The uh, the Magi, 171 yards on the ground compared to only 66 by Morris. In the air, though, uh, Colin also on top, 78-3 to three to Morris. And uh, total offense... You would expect with the score being 21 to 8, the Magi with the advantage, and they definitely have the advantage in total offense with 249 yards to 69. Possession time, I'm a little surprised, relatively even. Actually, Morris had the ball longer, 12 minutes and 50 seconds compared to 11:10 for Colin. I find that very surprising. And then third down conversions, Morris 0 for 5. And Colin, 5 of 8. And that's always a key factor in a football game, how well you do on third down. Of course, one thing to remember is one of those uh, possessions by the Magi lasted, what, about five seconds? Yeah, right in the <laughs> middle of a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> so the teams are back on the field. And before we get second half action rolling here with Morris getting the ball, why don't you take a listen to a few more messages from our sponsors. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals, corporations, the self-employed, and partnerships. Conveniently conveniently located on Bacchus Street in Corona, a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by, give them a call, or find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. Well, it's a rather pleasant afternoon down here at Colon. I mean, the temperature is still a little chilly, but sunny, decent field conditions, a good crowd for both sides. Morris traveled real well, about a two-hour drive from the Morris area down here to Colon, about 20 miles or so south of Kalamazoo. And they're going to kick it off to the Orioles again with that football just flat on the ground. They're going to kick the side of the football. Strange things happen when that uh, <laughs> oblong thing rolls around. A couple of words you don't hear paired together too often. Pleasant and colon. Ooh, here's the ball spins, and I think it went just 10 yards, and I think uh, Colin's going to get the onside kick, and they do. Wow. For that baby, he kicked the tip <laughs> of the football, and it just kind of spun downfield, and Morris was caught napping. Looked like one of those spinning tops that you used to use as a kid. Used to spin, just spun and spun and spun. (laughs) I think our Jewish friends call it a dreidel. They do call it a dreidel. (laughs) Let's see. It's going to be Colin with the ball. It went right just barely to the 50-yard line, but just enough. 
Do you think they've been toying with Morris on that uh, kickoff all this game? I think so. Saving that for the second half? Wow. I mean, it went 10 yards in the length of the football. <laughs> it's The football's just on the Morris side of the 50. Here's the QB. Alva takes the snap, hands it off to his running back, Brandon Crawford. Crawford takes it up to about the 46-yard line, brought down by Peyton Smith and Brett McGowan. wonder if he's all over his shin being hit by the Oriole player. Yeah, it looks like he's moving all right. Rubbed a little mud on it. He's good to go. A little reverse spin. Alva hands it to Crawford this time around left end. Going to be close to a first down. It's kind of the way they started the game, just bang, bang with Crawford. Yeah, brought down that time by Jordan Converse. I think we walked into the stadium with his family as I saw his, that must have been his sister with the varsity coat. Yep. Very attentive. Colin with the ball. Braden Ireland way out on the far side. Man goes in motion away from us. They're going right to left. Alva pulls it out of the midsection. And with a pitch on the option around the right end to Jonathan West. He had big yardage in front of him, but he slipped down on that turf. But he did get enough for the first down. Yeah, and once again, they're on this left side of the field that is the more torn up side of the field. So if they put it down at the 35 of Morris. Second half just underway with Joe Smith. I'm Ted Fatale, 21 to 8. Colin on top. They started this second half with an onside kick, and it was successful. <laughs> it went 10 and a half yards and just spun downfield. Yeah, and, you know, that's in the running for the play of the game, let me tell you, or the drive of the game. Yeah. Hey, you know, the, the thing is, in high school football in the state of Michigan, they changed the onside kick rules. You can't try to bounce it downfield, and that was definitely not the case. And we just had a penalty here, dead ball penalty, going against Morris. 15-yarder. Anybody know what that was? Again? Well, Morris uh, coaching staff and players over there are edging onto the field too far, and that's the second sideline penalty against Morris. Here is Crawford with the carry, gets into the secondary, finally hauled down at about the 12, or was that Alva? I think it was Crawford. It, no, it was, was Alva. It Alva? <laughs> Crawford went 10 yards downfield and was tackled. Yeah, he was taken down like a, like a sledgehammer. He didn't even have the ball again. They do a great job on the play faking, but that time probably ought to, should have handed it to Crawford. I agree. Alvin was brought down after about a yard law, or a yard gained. Again, what he does, what Alva does is he runs right beside Crawford with his hands still on the ball. Yeah, here's a reverse spin. This time he hands it off to Crawford. He's stacked up at the line, maybe a yard or so. Brett McGowan there, first one for the Orioles. Do the Orioles have another defensive stand in them? Well, they're going to need it. We're here. You got. You, if you're the coach for the Orioles, you got your your offensive plans all lined up. You're going to get the ball at the half, and exactly. then you go on defense. Uh, that's a tough break for Morris. Alva spins, turns around, cuts up the middle field, breaks a couple tackle, breaks a third. He's at the ten, the five, down to the goal line. He is going to be called just short. Oh my! Six inches away from the end zone. Converse on the game, the touchdown saving tackle that time. But we do have a flag. That was Jordan Converse on the tackle, and it looks like we're going to get holding, going to go against Colin here. You know, not only is Alvis shifty, but he's got some strength, and he broke a tackle. And then once he gets into the open, yeah, it's pretty quick. Well, big break for Morris that time, getting the benefit of the penalty. 
So it sends the ball back to about the 17. Third down now and seven. Definitely still four down territory for the Magi. One of the real unique nicknames in the state of Michigan, the Magi. Of course, this is the magic capital of the world. Here's Alva rolling to his right, looking to throw, flushed out. Throws a pass, picked off by Morris. Did he stay in bounds? He did, intercepted over there on that far side of the field. Number 22 with the pick. Shane Cole read the eyes of the quarterback, Alva, that time and intercepts it on the far sideline, so Morris gets the football back and dodges the bullet. Alva's second interception of the game. He had started out with two wideouts on that side, West and Alva, and then he went on to one of the inside players. Nice play by Morris that time. Well, Morris getting the ball in a roundabout way here early in the second half. Once again, deep in their own end, though. Yeah, first and ten, Morris with the football from their own 11-yard line. Jonathan Carpenter out of the shotgun. He'll run the quarterback, power play right, slips down at about the line of scrimmage. Ian Ells was there to make sure he stayed down. One thing that did do for the Magi, though, is run some time off the clock. Yeah. Morris with the football deep in their own territory. Second down and nine. Ball at their own 12. They huddle up. Play comes in from the sideline. Nice complex down here at Colon with the baseball, softball fields all surrounding the uh, football field here. I like the little picnic area they've established right outside the uh, concession stand. Pretty nice setup. Yeah. Here's the... Shotgun snap. It goes back to Carpenter. He tries to run between left guard and tackle. Crosses the 15 to the 17-yard line. Brought down by Caden Carver and Justin Miller. Brings up third down and four. He'll put the ball down at about the 18-yard line. Got to get almost to the 22. I'd like to know how far Carpenter runs at the end of a game, running back and forth to the coach. <laughs> no kid. It's got to tire you out. Carpenter breaks him out of the huddle. Big third down try here. He's out of the shotgun now, running back each side of him. Goes long count. Takes the snap. Goes to his left. Looks for a, somewhere to go. He's going to be short. So he is stopped short. And it's going to be... Punt situation here for Morris. Justin Miller, the 185-pound senior linebacker there and on the tackle. Yep, and again, the Magi doing a great job stringing that out. Morris has done that to the Magi a couple times on defense. Well, fourth fourth and one here, Joe. Morris not showing a punt team. Very risky call if they do go for it. You might want to just try and draw them off sides here. Fourth and a yard. Even if you take the five-yard penalty, you're not going to be that much worse. Now they're just taking their time. I'm not sure if they just want to use some clock and call timeout. Carpenter standing over at the sideline. And now they call timeout. And we'll see what play they come up with here right after this. 21-8, to eight, Colin on top. Our drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And our player of the game is brought to you by Three Point Podcast, three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Jeff and the crew at Morris Hardware Center are proud to sponsor this exclusive broadcast of Morris Orioles football. Morris Hardware on Main Street is your complete hometown hardware store. 
They have all your hardware needs, plumbing and electrical supplies, nails, nuts, bolts, tools, and everything else in between that you'd expect from your hometown hardware store. Morris Hardware Center is also your deer hunting headquarters with great deals on the new Ruger American 350 and 450 rifle, ammo, and more to make sure you're successful this hunting season. Morris Hardware Center, if they don't have it, you don't need it. Well, I was trying to figure out the thought process there to run the clock down and then call a timeout. Those timeouts could be pretty precious, but they're going to go for it. Carpenter takes a snap, keeps it himself. And I don't know. It's going to be close. Looks like he might get it on the forward progress, so the gamble pays off for the Orioles. Yeah, that final surge, I think, looks like maybe it got him the first down. It definitely did, but uh, gutty call there by Kendall Crockett. And you got to depend on Carpenter if you're the coach. Right. Well, that ball was down at about their own 18-yard line. He gets it just across the 20. So first and 10, Morris. 6.35 to go here in the third. The Orioles with it. We'll call it the 21-yard line, their own 21. 21 to 8, Colin. Jonathan Carpenter, the quarterback, all the way out of the shotgun, looking downfield. Well, all the way he was quarterback, other than a couple plays late in the first half. Carpenter keeps it up, takes it upfield. Caden Carver brings him down, but he got about four yards on that scramble. He really wanted to pass downfield. Good coverage by the uh, Magi. Yeah, awesome defense there by the defensive backs, especially Ian Ells. Now I see some of the Magi players having to kick the mud out of their shoes. Yeah. Well, what's happening with the sunshine, you know, we do have the field is surrounded in snow. They did a great job clearing the snow off the field, but the, it was frozen without a doubt from the cold weather we have had. And now with the sunshine, it's kind of melting it a little bit on the upper surface, and it's uh, it's definitely becoming a little muddy. Yeah, the frozen tundra is melting. Absolutely. Shane Cole spreads out this way. Second down and six. Morris with the ball from their own 25. Carpenter keeps it himself again. They might have fumbled the ball. We got some players scrambling after the ball. They're going to say, no, he was down. You know, it's a very similar offense to what they ran last year with Hunter Nowak at quarterback. Just having a lot of trouble on the ground. Yeah, especially running up the middle. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is when you try to run it outside, it's so slick on the outside of the hash marks. So it'll be third down now and four. Morris with the ball at their own 27-yard line. They trail 21 to 8. Clock continues to tick and in the favor of Colin. Jonathan Carpenter, long count, looks to the sideline, takes a snap. They run a power play himself around the left end and going to be short again. This time a little bit longer on this fourth down attempt if they decide to keep it here. Well, all the colonites down in front of us are loud. They are. They've got the noisemakers and uh, the... The cowbell. Wondered what all those uh, bottles were with all the things oh, in them. Oh, those were the noisemakers. They're just, shaking them, baby. Yeah, they provide those to the fans. <laughs> Fourth down and three. Morris at their own 28. I'll tell you what, they need a little bit of reverse magic here if they keep gambling down in their own end of the field. Again, I'll bring it up. Again, try to draw them off sides, perhaps. Five-yard penalty gets him a first down, but they take the staff. He's back to pass. A little screen over the middle. It's caught. The receiver is fighting for yardage. Might have just enough. 
Boy, I don't know. I don't know. No, I think he got it. But, boy, a dangerous call. He got the first down again. How about this drive right now? Two fourth down conversions inside the 30-yard line, your own 30-yard line. One was at the 18. So it'll be first and 10 Morris from their own 32-yard line. If they can convert this drive with a score, it could get very interesting here. Here is Carpenter keeping it himself. Nowhere to go that time. Grayson Reith Miller, the first one there, along with Crawford. Caleb Johnson also in there for Colin. Yep. Cody Fields also in there. Not Toady Fields, Cody Fields. <laughs> one yard loss, though, for Toady. <laughs> Second down and nine. About what? Two people maybe got that reference that are listening to audience. Oh, I got it. I know. You're, you're right there with me, bro. <laughs> Here is uh, Jonathan Carpenter around left end. I'm not even sure if Sandy got that one. Toadie Fields, very underrated uh, comedian. comedian of our time. <laughs> uh, I was going to make another comment, but in today's day and age, probably not. So I'll keep it here. Second and nine. Toadie Fields and Phyllis Diller back in the day. <laughs> Third and three coming up for Morris at their own 39-yard line. Carpenter ever handed it off to anybody other than... That doesn't happen much, very often. Pretty much keeps it. Two wideouts this way. Carpenter will run the quarterback keeper around right end. Breaks a tackle. Has another first down. Well, they're blocking just well enough to move the chain. Just barely. Carpenter runs every play and runs back and forth to the coach every play. Now, help me out, Joe. Did this drive start right around the 10, 12-yard line? Somewhere yeah. in that range, right? Yeah. Yep. So they'll put it down at the Morris 45. A couple of big fourth down conversions also. Oh, that was huge. Both those fourth down conversions were huge. And just barely made them. Not like they made them with authority. Oh, yeah. Fourth and two from your own 18, man. That is, that's rolling the dice. That's saying, boys, we're, we're going for a win here. We got some ground to make up. 21 to 8, Morris trails it. Under two minutes to go in the third. Carpenter back to throw. Flushed out of the pocket. Cuts up the middle of the field. Gets good yardage across midfield to about the 48. He was able to show some little bit of his speed there up the middle as he broke the first line of defenders. You know, I know it's not usually designated, but that that may not be a bad way to go. Is Just go back, look over the real estate, real estate spread people out. Because he isn't able to run it up the middle very often on just straight dive plays. If you spread it out and get uh, Colin, you know, covering people downfield, maybe that is a key here for Carpenter to get yardage like that. Second down and three. The ball at the 48 of Colin. Man in motion this way. They fake it to him. Carpenter just takes it right up the middle, has enough for the first down, takes it to the 45-yard line of Colin. Impressive, time-consuming drive right now by the Orioles. They trail it 21 to 8. We're down to 60 seconds to go in the third. This third quarter has been really funny. The way that uh, Colin was able to recover that onside kick initially. Yeah. Then the Orioles make a stop, and then two fourth and, you know, fourth down uh, conversions. Just crazy football game. And they did come up just a hair short of the first down here. It'll be third down and one. Ball right short of the 45. Here's the snap. QB keeps it himself. I think he got the line, which should be just enough, but he didn't get it by a whole lot. No, just like every other close play. So they move the chains. They'll stop the clock temporarily while they set the sticks. 
I'm not sure if there's an advantage either way. Right now, it does look like the wind is coming from our right into the face of Morris, so they may elect to just let the clock run down and go the other way with the wind at their back the entire fourth quarter. Well, I don't know, because they don't do a lot of passing, and they're coming into the good side of the field over here. Well, that's true, too. They take the staff. They run one final play here in the third. Handed off this time. Jarrett Wood around the right end. Gets about five yards to the 40, and that'll end the third quarter. I don't think there's any penalty flags. As you see, Jarrett Wood, there is a penalty flag on the field here. As Jared Wood comes up, shaking mud out of his ear hole. So let's see what this one is. Clock shows zeros. On the time. You get mud in that ear hole, Ted. You can't hear. I hate when that happens. I know. And then that's just got to go through Q-tips when you get home. Well, I have an earwax problem anyway, so, you know, I can't hear very well. (laughs) Maybe you should address that at your next doctor's I might do that. I might have her get out the peroxide. (laughs) Get those chunks out. Here's the call. Personal foul. A horse collar on uh, colon. And I, I... I didn't know that high school had that rule, but apparently they do. And a huge break for the Orioles. So they'll walk it up all the way to the 25-yard line. Remember, it was a big penalty that gave them uh, momentum when they had their other touchdown. Right. And I think Morris here will have to run one play, even though there's zeros on the clock. So it's untimed down being a defensive penalty going against Colin. Referee doing a nice job with his... uh... Handy wipe down there cleaning the... <laughs> is that what they're using now? Handy wipes. The football off. <laughs> well, it is getting a little muddy, but you, did, you made a good call. They're in the side of the field right now that is relatively unscathed. Morris, maybe it's a chamois. I don't know. Maybe. Shamwow. <laughs> Morris with the ball. Here is Carpenter rolling around the left end. Breaks a tackle. Gets about three or four yards. And that'll end the third quarter. No, another penalty flag coming way away from the action. It's been the story of this Oriole offense today is three yards and a cloud of dust. Pretty much every uh, every play. Looks like they're pointing to Colin. Might be another penalty here and another untimed play coming up. <laughs> Isn't this just a strange game? They don't, it's magic. <laughs> the third quarter won't end. <laughs> Okay. Looks looks like it might be a holding penalty against Morris now. So they'll walk that one off, and that'll be uh, that should be the official end of the third quarter now. No. Penalty goes against Morris. The referee said it's going to be an untimed down, but he's got that one wrong. So they figured it out, Joe. Well, there's enough people, even from the fans. The fans knew it. The press box staff all knew it. I didn't know it, but I don't get the big bucks. Well, anyway, the third quarter's in the books. (laughs) You got three quarters of your paycheck already earned. (laughs) 21 to 8. Morris on top of Colin. It should be an interesting final 12. 
Ferry Auto Sales is Shiawassee County's premier used truck dealership and proud to sponsor Morris Orioles football. Not very often do you find a dealership that not only specializes in gas and diesel truck sales, but they can also handle any amount of performance work you could want. Ferry Auto Sales is the only dealership in the state with a full diesel performance center at their location. They have over 50 trucks in stock at any time, so you'll find a truck that fits your needs at a price you'll love. Ferry Auto Sales just off I-69 in Perry. Visit online and you can check out their inventory today at periautosalesllc.com as the colon jokes are a flying up here. <laughs> How can you not? Barbara Roll, wise gut, Coldwell Banker is proud to sponsor this exclusive broadcast of Morris Orioles football as the boys of fall go for their second straight championship. Barb and her family are proud to be lifelong residents. They're involved in the schools and the community. They know it takes a dedicated combination of parents, teachers, athletes, students, staff, and fans to make the Morris Schools and the Orioles a championship team. As a realtor for over 25 years, Barb has shared this passion for the community and knowledge of our area with hundreds of satisfied customers. Visit her online today at barbrollweisga.com. Backup quarterback Garrett Delou in the ballgame throws a pass out this way was intended for Jonathan Carpenter, incomplete. Fourth quarter, beginning of the quarter, brought to you by Hub Tire Center, K&J Repair, and Mid-Michigan Spray Foam. Also on board, Morris Hardware, Perry Auto Sales, and Sports Scene. Fourth quarter, ready to go here. That was the first play, 21-8. Colin on top. With Joe Smith, I'm Ted Patel. After that penalty against Morris, it's second down at 18. They have it at the 33-yard line of the Magi. DeLue takes the snap, hands it off this time. Jarrett Wood around the right end, but Red Weld knifed down over there by Ian Ells. Also, he lost his footing again over yep, there. Yep, yep. And Grayson Reesmiller also in on that tackle. Not much gain there. So in a big third down and long coming up for Morris. The clock continues to tick, tick, tick. 11.25 to go in this one. 21 to 8. Morris has had this ball forever. Well, they have, but they, they need to. If they're going to stay in this game, they need to capitalize. Colin digging in defensively. Looks like it's DeLue in there still at quarterback. Takes a step, oh. goes over his head. He goes down. It's on the field. He loses the handle. It's at the 50. And then finally picked up by Colin. Reese Miller picks up the fumble. Well, one of the Orioles had a shot at it. Got out of his hands, and then Colin was right there. Oh, what a, what a backbreaker that was. It was a little bit of a high snap. It went through the hands of Garrett DeLue. And then he slipped, then he went back, almost fell on the ball, it squirted away, and re re recovered by Grayson Reithmiller, the big six foot, 390-pound junior. So Colin, in, they're in action now, looking to try to move on to the state championship game at the Superior Dome next Saturday. Alva rolls to his right, has a blocker, gets first down yardage, but we're going to get a penalty flag. Well, that's a heartbreaker for Morris. You work so hard, keep the ball so long in that uh, third quarter, 
those big fourth down conversions that they made and yeah. then to have just a, a snap over the head, it just turns just like that. Yeah, like you said, two big fourth down conversions and then the turnover just kills you. So we have a holding penalty going to go against Colin here. So the Orioles do get a break. Is it just me or does Delu look like he might be a little shorter? He is. Carpenter. Maybe he was hiking it to Carpenter's hand. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it was just a coach's decision or maybe Carpenter was shaking up a little bit. But the center is used to snapping it a little higher. Yeah. Alva keeps it himself on the option, gets a couple of yards. Todd Nanasi in on that tackle for the Orioles. Clock continues to move with 10.20 to go here in the fourth. Little extra bonus coverage for our listeners. We had that instant classic last night. Pawama Westphalia outlasted New Lothrop one and two in Division Seven. The Pirates picked up a scintillating 36-35 victory. Overflow crowd in New Lothrop. We got a big crowd here today. Jonathan West, round left end. Scooting past a couple of players, has the 35, the 30, a foot race, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown, Colin, 47-yard run, and that might be the final dagger there. Wow. Wes was able to cut back against the grain, and he just had open field running, and he is so quick that he was able to outrun the Morris defenders. And for Wes, that's... Uh, his first touchdown on the ground, he's got one through the air here this afternoon, and that was that was a big one there for the Colons. Boy, he did. <laughs> the Colons. <laughs> An outstanding run for the Magi. He did a great job staying on his feet. Now here's a snap, and it's blocked by Morris. So the PAT no good, but Colon on top, 27-8. I've just not said the word colon so many times in my life, and now I just want to say it all the time. Yeah, I know what you mean. Vinny and the crew at MidMichigan Spray Foam are proud to have their headquarters in Morris and to sponsor this exclusive broadcast of Orioles football. At MidMichigan Spray Foam, their goal is to keep your family warm and to save you money. Whether it's home improvement, new builds, residential and commercial, pool barns, or crawl spaces, they offer the highest quality and most efficient insulation on the market. Two-pound closed-cell foam installed by the best applicators in Michigan. Schedule your free estimate appointment with Vinny or Naz today. Call 989-277-4967. That's 989-277-4967. Or visit MidMichigan Spray Foam on Facebook today. Well, they, they have a unique tradition over here when they score a touchdown where they, they blow the horn over at the scoreboard. Kind of reminds me of George Patton's horn on his Jeep back in WW2. Just kind of all fits together somehow. Don't forget our player of the game tonight's brought to you, or today brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. 27 to 8. Colin on top looking to make an appearance in the state championship game next week. They would take on the winner of Sutton's Bay and Kingston. Here's the low kick downfield. Bounces, bounces. Morris lets it go. They finally picked it up at the sideline and stepped out of bounds over there on the far sideline. So it'll be the Orioles with the ball, but uh, they're losing all the momentum they did have. Yep, just like a, a balloon just got deflated over there on the sideline. Like we said, after that long third quarter where they just struggled for every yard they could get and then just to lose it on a turnover. 
So it'll be first and 10, the Orioles, from right around their own 30-yard line. They need a quick strike. Well, yeah, they've got to they get all the tricks in their basket down here, so to speak, in this magic capital and, and try and come up with something to score quick, like you said. they got to score quick, and they got to score multiple times. But this, it looks like DeLue in there still at quarterback for the Orioles. Back to throw. Throws one. Oh, he tried to throw it. It's almost picked off. They're going to call it an incomplete pass. It was borderline fumble. But that Crawford down there that almost got it? I think it, no, I think it was 55. Reese Miller. Oh, yeah, I can see that now through the mud. Yeah. Yeah, he almost picked that right off, didn't he? He did, but uh, <laughs> DeLue there got his arm moving just forward enough. Does stop the clock with 9.35 to go in this one. So uh, the Magi pinning their ears back and just coming for it now. And those rabbit ears back. <laughs> Second down and ten. I guess we better get out all the Magic references we can here in the final stretch, Joe. <laughs> Three wideouts coming this way. Delu at quarterback still. They'll send uh, Carpenter in motion, so apparently not an injury situation. Delu. They're going to throw it to Carpenter down the middle as he went in motion, then cut back in the post pattern. And now uh, we're going to get a penalty flag. I don't know if they're calling. I don't think they're calling interference here on Colin. That'd be a surprise to me. Looks like DeLue is the designated passer for this Oriole offense. So it looks like they're going to call pass interference here. And uh, obviously the staff up here didn't agree with that, and I'd have to agree with them. That was uh, really a weird call. Smart move to agree with the 20 people up here, Joe. <laughs> so pass interference goes against uh, Colin. Yeah, that, uh, that is kind of a questionable call, even even from me. Yeah, it, I mean, that came from nowhere, didn't it? It almost looked like the Morris yeah. player might have pushed off against Colin, but hey, I don't think it's going to really make a whole heck of a lot of difference. They'll put the ball down at the 45. Morris at their own 45. Delu in there at quarterback. Looks to throw again. Almost fumbled it. Picks it up. Has room to run. He has the 50, the 45. Puts the head down and run out of bounds over the far sideline at about the 43-yard line. So Nice little pickup. It was. A broken play. The good coverage downfield. Those plays are going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but you got to be able to withstand that rush from the Magi. Well, check out this dude coming up here. I, I kind of like that rabbit hat he's got. <laughs> I bet that's warm. I don't keep you nice and toasty on a cold day. I have seen a different variations of the rabbit headgear. Actually, you know, it's a pretty cool name for the, the magic the school. And yeah. yeah, you can do a lot of possibilities there. Morris with it from uh, the 43-yard line, first and 10. Delu back to set up a screen pass. It's picked up at the ground. They're going to say no. It hit the ground. Yeah, Delu did did well just to get rid of that one. He did. That was Peyton, Peyton Smith trying to pick it up off the turf, but it did hit the grass. Talk about rabbit ears pinned back. Jeez, they were on a mission to get him. So the clock is stopped on the incomplete pass. 8:49 to go in this one. 
Well, I'll tell you what. It has been quite a few seasons here, the last couple seasons for Morris. I mean, you know, they suffered through some dark times there not that long ago, and they have become quite a football program under Kendall Crockett. Unless something miraculously happens here, they're going to fall short to a very good Colon team. DeLue at quarterback here for the Morris Orioles. Two wideouts on the right side. Back to throw it. Throws a little jump pass out. Complete. Caught by Shane Cole, and he's popped at the sideline. Got a couple yards there. Done a little bit of research over here, Ted, in between plays, and there is a school that does have the nickname the Colons. It's a proctology school from Indiana. Is that right? Yeah. What's their mascot? The uh, large intestine? (laughs) 40-yard line of Colon. No, it's actually the small one. Ah, Morris with the football. Third and seven at the Colon 40. Then in motion. DeLue with a pass out here complete. It's caught by Peyton Smith. Darts past one man, has first down yardage, and goes out of bounds into the mud. Smith doing a nice job that time, jumping over the colon attempted tacker, tackler. rather. So it will be uh, Morris with it, first and 10 at the 30-yard line of colon. Still 7.54 to go here, so it's not completely out of the question at the moment, but 27-8, colon leads it over Morris. No, and Morris doing these little dump-down passes. Apparently the coverage by uh, the Magi in the secondary is very good, but they're able to gain some yardage at at their secondary receivers. Three linemen here for the Orioles, an end on the far side. Man comes over here, Carpenter, DeLue at quarterback. Garrett DeLue, little jump pass complete, and they keep the receiver in bounds. That was Jonathan Carpenter on the catch. I don't know if he even gained anything on that at all. Brought down really at the line of scrimmage. And more importantly, clock will continue to tick down. Moore's going to have to kind of speed things up, and they do. They make a quick call in the huddle and get out of there. Garrett DeLue, the quarterback, takes the shotgun snap. Looking downfield. Throws one over the middle. Complete. First down. Caught there by Shane Cole. And he has, it looks like, enough for first down yardage inside the 20-yard line. So they'll take it down to about the 18 here of the Magi. First and 10, Morris. DeLue at quarterback takes a snap, rolls to his right a little bit, throws a little pass out, caught. Short gain to about the 15-yard line. That was Peyton Smith on the reception. That catch brought to you by Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet Cadillac, in three-point podcast. All these passes are short in nature, and most of them over the middle. So second down now and six. Ball at the 15-yard line of Colin. Morris with the football. Duluth trying to drive him down. Then we got a Whistle and a penalty, and we're going to get offsides on Colin. Morris just kind of dinking, dunking their way down the field. So we do have a penalty going to go against Colin here. 
Our Drive of the Game Award is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. So, second down in about one. The ball put right down at the 10-yard line. Morris trying to get some points. Driving to our left. DeLue rolls to his right, throws one to the end zone, and it is incomplete. Well, almost intercepted by the Magi player on his back. Yeah, their players were slipping down there. So clock stopped with 6.08 to go here in the fourth. Looks like we got a little equipment adjustment on the field right now there for Grayson Reithmiller. He's got some mud in his cleats. Gets that all cleared out. Morris with the ball now. Third down and one. Ball at the 10-yard line of Colin. Quarterback back to throw. Throws it into the end zone, and it is incomplete. The receiver went high for the ball, tried to haul it in. It looked like that was Jonathan Carpenter. Yeah, Carpenter almost picked that baby out of the air. Did a great job getting his hands on the ball. It was thrown high. Well, if you're Morris right now, more important than anything, they got to just get the first down if they can. Fourth and a yard from the 10. So do you put Carpenter back at quarterback and let him run up the middle? I'm not sure. Well, it, I mean, it's not a bad strategy. Successful three times, or twice in the third quarter, rather. And they're going to keep uh, Garrett DeLue in there at quarterback. I'll send Carpenter out here to the side. They'll run uh, DeLue into the middle. He gets up field for just enough, it looks like, for the first down. Yeah, just that initial surge of that offensive line got him that. So that gets them the first down, first and goal at the eight. But the clock continues to tick, 5.52 to go. 27 to eight, Colin on top. Morris will send Shane Cole way out on the far side of the field. DeLue back to throw, has time, all kinds of time. Throws one over the middle, picked off. Picked off by Colin. Into the end zone, the DB brings it out, still on his feet, running hard, brings it up to about the 10. Big interception by Jonathan West. He's had himself a game. Boy, he sure has. Both sides of the ball. So I hate to say it, but that's probably going to do it for Morris. Colin with a big interception at the goal line, and West takes it out to the 10. It'll be the Magi with the football. Keep up with everything MHSAA on social media. Look us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for tournament updates, event announcements, and high school sports news from around the state. It's the best way to connect with the MHSAA every day. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, they're just going to grind it out right now. That was Brandon Crawford on the carry. Got about eight on that try. What better back to grind it out with than Brandon Crawford? No doubt. So he takes it up to about the 19-yard line. And he'll keep you in getting first downs also because he's that good. Chris Fry checks into the ball game here for the Magi. They're looking for a little revenge from last year's 40-8 win by Morris in this same semifinal weekend. So you had a revenge game last night go this way. It looks like this one's going to go the same way. Yeah, not so good for Shiawassee County. 
Here's the snap. The turnaround handoff goes to the big boy, and he is stacked up at the first down marker. It's going to be very close. He is going to have some bruisage. I would think so. Peyton Smith in on the tackle. They're going to move the chain, saying he got just enough. So they got at least three more downs to work with. You know, looking at the stat sheet for the second half here, really not much going on for Colin. Uh, Morris keeping the ball for most of the third quarter and a lot of the fourth here. So the Magi with the ball first and ten from their own 20-yard line. Just nothing to show for it, unfortunately, for the Orioles. No, they've, they've given a game effort, but I think this Colin team was just a little better today, and uh, they've definitely operated on all cylinders. First and ten, here is Alva around the left end, has first down yardage again. Finally run out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. Well, for me, he's the key to this team. His faking ability, and then when he keeps it, and do that with, or add that to the combination of Crawford, and then the pass-catching ability of these wideouts, it's just a really, really good Colin team. Absolutely. So they're playing you know, Magi football, giving up just basically just under five points a game. They only gave up eight to this high-powered Morris attack. 27-8, Colin on top. Here's the snap out of the gun. Alva keeps it. The late pitch to his uh, tailback, West. West slides out of bounds along with the Morris player, Shane Cole. And I'll tell you, the sidelines are a muddy quagmire right now. Yeah, where all the players have been standing and oh, the coaching yeah. staff and everybody. The only good thing about it is it doesn't hurt at all when you go sliding out to the sidelines. Four minutes left. Second down and three. Ball at the 42-yard line. Here's the handoff. Going to be just short of the first down unless they give him forward progress. It's going to be close. Looks like they're going to give him enough. They did. Forward progress got him the first down. That was Justin Miller on the carry. Three minutes and 45 seconds to go in this one. 27 to 8. Colon on top of the Morris Orioles. Morris came in at 10-1. and They're only lost to Crystal Falls Forest Park. Colon undefeated on the season. Looks like Crawford lined up out of the Wildcat here. Going to take a direct snap. Takes it. Cuts up the middle of the field. <laughs> carrying players on his back. And has first down yardage across the 45. Here we are with three minutes left to go in the game. Crawford still strong. <laughs> carrying players. Nice and safe call right there. Yeah, yep. So that'll move the chains and they'll start the clock back up, but uh, the only thing that's going to matter right now is what the final score is. 27-8 right now. Colon on their way to a semifinal win and a state championship appearance next Saturday up at the Superior Dome. A lot of people call it the Uper Dome up on the campus of Northern Michigan University. Coach from Morris bringing in a lot of his players, getting them into the game here. and They're the ones with the white jerseys now. Yeah. And now we're going to get a late timeout here. 2.52 to go. Colin calls the timeout. All the backups are going to get action. Like you said, the, the clean jerseys are all going to be in the game here shortly. And it's going to be Colin celebrating this victory this afternoon. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all of your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty 
and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 until 11.30. Call today at 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. We got all summer to get 27 to 8. Colon on top. They're already talking up here in the press box how are they going to fix the sod out there. It's been tore up this afternoon. <laughs> well, where'd you say the next game would be, Ted? Well, it'll be next fall. <laughs> yeah. They got time to get the, the grass seeded. They got a backup quarterback into the ball game, Josh West. He hands it off. Didn't you say the finals are way up north? I think they handed it off to number 62, Tucker Laffler. We'll try and get these kids acknowledged as we can. Looked like maybe in on that tackle was jo- Jonah Mosher for Morris. Didn't you say me the fi- tell me the finals are way up north? Yeah, they're up in uh, Marquette wow. next Saturday. Doubleheader in Division 8. 11 o'clock start and I think 1.30 start. Here's Uh-oh. a stat back. Josh West. Loses the handle, falls back on it at about the 48. Clock continues to move with 2.10 to go. Robbie Hatton, the head coach in his fourth season, 27-13, and 13, coming into the game tonight, or today. Trying to avenge that loss from a year ago, and he's definitely going to do that. They're going to be having a, quite a celebration here in the Magic City. Very impressed with everything about this school and the game. and Fans very enthusiastic, yeah, aren't they? very friendly people over here. Yeah. I did miss my watch for a while, but they gave it back. <laughs> you know how those magic people do things. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a penalty here. It's going to go against Colin. Might have been too many men on the field. So 27 to 8 clock starts back up. Third down and... A long ways to go. Ball at the 47-yard line of Colon. Quarterback West at QB out of the pistol. Takes the staff. He'll run the option left. And the Morris defense stacks him up. Cody Kaczynski in on that hit. Also helping out was Josh, Josh Wood, I think. Boy, the Magi student section is just going crazy. Yeah, they're having some fun down here. Yes, they are. Down to a minute to go. Fourth down coming up. little confusion here by the Magi. They're going to punt it. They might have to. I don't know if they have enough players on the field. Now they send a man out late. So fourth down. High snap. West. Down on his oh. view, then he's hit while he's down. That's a personal foul. <laughs> High school football, when you're down, you're down. You can't take a shot. Morris back up there, a little overzealous. And he knew it as soon as he yeah. got up, he knew it. So it will be a penalty against Morris. I don't think it's an automatic first down, but I think it will allow Colin to run another play. Dead ball foul, personal foul. At least he didn't take his helmet off. Nope. Oh, man. What a deal that was, man. I mean, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, they don't like each other, but that's, uh, that's a little beyond the limit there. 
I can't imagine how much that would have hurt. Oh, I know. Imagine if he would have hit him with the crown of the helmet. Oh, well, you he, know, he hit him with more like the ear pad area. That was that's kind of sharp. Though, I know, but you know? like just a full bang with the crown. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like the Steeler quarterback, too, kind of deflected it just enough where he didn't take a complete direct hit, but still. It's uncalled for. Like a watermelon. Yeah, really. Well, they put the ball down and the, after the dead ball. I think uh, Morris will get the ball since it was after the play. They don't even have the, the chains aren't even set yet. These guys are just running back and forth. Morris is ready to snap the football. First down, Morris. At about the 44, the backup quarterback in the ball game, Devin Dietz. He runs it. Brought down at the line of scrimmage there. JPF Troyer in on that tackle. So we're down to 28 seconds to go. I think Morris is going to say, hey, guys, let's get on the bus. So 20 seconds left. They go over and huddle. They're going to get ready to line up and shake hands. So while they do that, it's going to be Colin with a 27-8 win here in front of their home fans. And they'll be taking that long drive to Marquette, Michigan next Saturday as they pick up the semifinal win. We'll be back and add up the numbers right after this final word back at the studios. serving Shiawassee, Clinton, and Gratiot Counties, C-92.5, The Castle, WJSC, Ashley Owasso. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, welcome back to the press box here down in Colon. It's our three-point podcast post-game show. And the scoring recap, well, Colon, four touchdowns today. They put 27 on the board. They scored with 4.06 to go in the first quarter. 24-yard pass, Bill Alva to Braden, Ireland. They followed that up with an Alva to Jonathan West, 48-yard connection with nine and a half minutes to go in the second quarter, with seven minutes to go in the second, a 24-yard run by Alva, and they really, they never looked back after that. Morris, though, didn't give up right before half with two and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Jonathan Carpenter took it in from a yard out. Two-point run was good by Carpenter, and it made it 21-8. to Colin on top of Morris, and Morris was going to get the football to start the second half. Colin then started the second half with an onside kick. They were able to recover it, and they were able to uh, hold out the Orioles in the second half. Colin scored with 9.44 to go in the ballgame, a 47-yard run by Jonathan West to close it out. Joe, I don't know if you got any final thoughts, final stats or anything teed up. but no, uh, I have some stats here in about 30 seconds, oh, I think. Okay, good. Uh, my well, f- final thoughts, though, Ted, is just what an amazing showing here by these Magi. They just are all class. Yeah. Great win, and uh, I, I can't tell you how much we enjoyed coming on over here. It's a first-time appearance for us. You know, uh, you know, some of the people here in the staff thought maybe I was 
participating in World War II. Yeah, I'm old and I've been around a long time, but <laughs> but this is our first appearance down here. I carried your canteen. <laughs> and we have a little uh, Gatorade shower down on the field. And uh, they're going to have some fun down here in Colon. Just And if you want to know where we'll be next week, uh, definitely tune into the castle on uh, Monday morning for the Dave Geronimo radio show. Uh, we'll let you know officially what is going on. Just, again, a great afternoon down here for high school football, 27 to 8. Morris picks up the, or Morris on the losing end to the Colon Magi as they celebrate on their home field right now. Well, I got a little extra time here. Uh, for a limited time, stop into one of Fast Eddie's 16 locations and purchase their unlimited monthly car wash membership and wash your vehicle every day for the low price of $19.95. Fast Eddie's offers oil changes at great affordable prices and preventative maintenance like transmissions and coolant flushes, fuel filter, air filter, wiper blades, headlight replacement, and much, much more. See your local Fast Eddie's car wash and oil change center for a great fall savings. Their quality products and on their quality products and services. Fast Eddie's a name you can trust. Well, here are some team stats we'll pass along. Uh, Colon 20 first downs to Morris is 15, 295 yards rushing compared to 102 for Morris. Uh, we had uh, total offense 373 for the Magi, so they totally dominated the Orioles. They only had 137. Time of possession, Morris did have that 27 uh, minutes and 29 seconds to 20 minutes and 31. You have the final individual stats. Pass them along, Joe. All right, sir. For uh, Really cool here. All, all the students and the fans now are coming down in the middle of the field, and it's just a great sight as uh, they continue to celebrate here in Colon. Uh, Jonathan Carpenter the, uh, for the Morris Orioles ended up with 99 yards on the ground and one TD. Passing Garrett DeLue was 5 for 11 for 28 yards. And uh, for Colin there, the, the major uh, stat sheet is just packed over here on their side of the, of the stats. Philip Alva, 16 uh, rushes for 111 yards and two touchdowns. Jonathan West had seven rushes for 108 yards. Brandon Crawford, the big boy, 19 rushes for 87 yards. And uh, uh, passing Alva, 3 for 10 with uh, two interceptions. Also had two touchdowns through the air. One of those, Jonathan West, 48 yards. And uh, Braden Ireland had a touchdown reception for 23 yards. And defensively for Colin, they were led uh, by Justin Miller, who finished with a dozen tackles, and Caden Carver had 10. A couple interceptions by Morris, keeping them in the game. Shane Cole had a pick, and so did Garrett DeLue. But all in all, big win here by Colin. 27-8. They pick up the win, and they'll head up to the Superior Dome for a state championship appearance. All right, Ted, you ready for our awards? I am, the I, I am ready, Joe. All right, sir. Our drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all Mid Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And uh, my drive of the game is also the fastest touchdown of the game, and that was the 47-yard run by Jonathan West in the fourth quarter. Really sealed this game away. Uh, and that's going to be the drive of the game for me. All right, and how about uh, the player of the game? Our player of the game awards brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Oh, you're going to give that to me? That's always tradition. That's the way it's been, Okay, Dad. well, yeah, no problem at all. <laughs> 
In football, Bart's been doing it, but I can handle it here. That's going to be Jonathan West all the way. He had a great game, 48-yard touchdown catch and a 47-yard touchdown run. He was in on a number of plays. And, uh, you know, Phil Alva, the quarterback, really ran the show good, but we're going to give the player of the game to Jonathan West. Yep, I agree. On both sides of the ball, he really stood out. All right, well, final one more time for me, 27-8. to eight. It was Colin picking up the win here in the semifinals over Morris. So uh, that'll be the final word from me. That'll be it for me. I'm going to send things over to my partner now, Joe Smith, and the final words here in the press box. All right, Ted, and sorry for the miscommunication there. We sure hope you enjoyed today's broadcast, brought to you by Barbara Roll Weisga at Coldwell Banker, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, Fast Eddie's, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, K&J Repair, Mid-Michigan Spray Foam, Morris Hardware, Perry Auto Sales, Sports Team, Sportsnet Michigan, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. So, for Ted Patel, this is Joe Smith saying thanks a lot for listening. There's something in the way you roll your eyes Takes me back to a better time When I saw everything is good But now you're the only thing that's good Trying to stand up on my own two feet This conversation ain't coming easily And darling, I know it's getting late So what do you say we leave this place? Walk me home in the day
The Castle. Plays lots of music. We listen to it all day, every day. I listen to it when I get up in the morning. An upbeat variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. C92.5. The Castle.
because it wasn't yours. I saw the signs and I ignored it. Rose-colored glasses are distorted, set fire to my purpose, and I let it burn. You got off in the hurting when I wasn't yours. Yeah. <laughs> 